The following is an exclusive presentation of KRKO, AM 1380, and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. This is KRKO Everett. This is the best of Snohomish County prep basketball on KRKO. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. Just one week remains of the high school basketball regular season. One week from tonight, the district tournament brackets will be filled. And while most of the teams that will head to postseason has been decided where they fall on the bracket and whether a team has to go the dreaded play-in game route, has not. To that end, this is a big game in Everett tonight as the Everett Eagles get set to host the Arlington Eagles. Western Conference 3A girls basketball tonight's game on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3, streaming live at krko.com and available anywhere on the KRKO app. Brought to you tonight by Marysville Toyota, the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, Blue Dental and Wellness, Dave and Busters, Chuck Van Howling Legacy West Insurance and Allstate, Glass by Lund, Everett Bone and Joint, and by Kia of Everett. We come to you live from the pit at Everett High School, the Norm Lowry Gymnasium, Joel Richard Court to be exact, alongside Joel Boyer and with Steve Willits working the floor on the sidelines, I'm Tom Lafferty. Coming up, Steve will talk live with both head coaches, Daryl McNeil of the Everett Seagulls and longtime head coach of the Arlington Eagles, Joe Marsh. The Eagles come into this game with an impressive 9-1 league record and 15-2 mark overall and has won nine straight games, including Wednesday night's rivalry game. Final score, Arlington 70, Stanwood 49. Arlington ranked number four by Scorebook Live in the Class 3A girls poll behind, well, defending state champion Garfield and Metterdale and Meade. Coincidentally, the Eagles' loss, last loss was on December 27th, a loss to the Meade Panthers at the Glacier Peak Top of the Peak Tournament. The only other loss was to, well, the aforementioned Metterdale, 67-59 back in mid-December. The Everett Seagulls are fresh off a Wednesday night, 57-53 loss to Archbishop Murphy. In fact, they lost to Lake Washington, 55-48 on Monday. Prior to that, the Gulls had won eight in a row. So coming to this matchup with Arlington at 7-3 in league play, 11-5 overall in the all-important district RPI. Everett is number six. Arlington is number two. Only the top four in the RPI get a bye into the first round of the district tournament. Number five through 12 are relegated to those play-in games. We're getting set to hear from the head coaches here in just a moment. We will step out, come back, and have a talk with the coaches. Daryl McNeil of the Everett Seagulls, Arlington Eagles, Joe Marsh. We'll come back in two minutes right here on KRKO. Game days are always better at Dave & Buster's Inlandwood at the Elderwood Mall. Why? More screen on their 40-foot wow wall. That's why. That's because more TV inches, more food and drinks, more space and more fun make the game we all know and love more special. So celebrate your team with your squad. Enjoy the games and the good times with an unbelievable lineup of beer options. Now that is on point. Add more ding, ding, ding to your game day with more food and more screen at Dave & Buster's Inlandwood and online at DaveAndBusters.com. This January, drive change with Kia of Everett. Join us in supporting Harnish Helps, aiding youth in our community with every test drive. Partnering with Cocoon House and Coffee Oasis, we are tackling youth homelessness, providing hope and essential services. Last year, your support made a significant impact, and now we are aiming higher. Visit Kia of Everett and drive a new beginning for our youth. Together, let's steer towards hope and opportunity. Kia of Everett, your simple, easy, fun dealer. Be part of the change. Test drive today. 
Chuck Van Howling from Legacy West Insurance with Allstate is here to save the day and your hard-earned cash. And whether it's your trusty four wheels or your cozy abode, Chuck's team has the magic touch to make sure you're covered when life throws you a curveball. With Legacy West Insurance and Allstate, you can say goodbye to insurance confusion and hello to peace of mind. You're in good hands with Legacy West and Allstate on 112th Street in Everett and on Facebook. We're at the pit at Everett High School at the Everett Seagulls and the Arlington Eagles, and Steve Willis is working the floor, and he found Daryl McNeil, head coach of the Everett Seagulls. Oh, we sure did. Hey, coach, how about this night here at the pit? Full house tonight. You had the double dip tonight with the uh, the boys playing right before you. Kind of nice to see this place filling up for a huge game in Wesco. Yeah, it's a great uh, atmosphere and environment tonight to have everybody here and have a packed house. It feels like a state game. Well, tell us a little bit about your team. You're coming off of two tough losses this week. What's been the message to the girls? What do you guys need to do to get back on track? You know what? We're, we're staying positive and focused. We are. We know we didn't have a couple of practices before that game on Monday. And so we're just taking it day by day, game by game. It is what it is. You know, at the end of the day, we're focusing on us and getting better. We're not going to worry about the wins and losses right now. We're just trying to find a way to jockey ourselves into um the district playoff and go from there. Okay, give us the starting five really quick and maybe a sentence on each one. Hey, it's the it's my group. Come on, you got Miley, the the pit bull, my my general on the floor. You've got May, who is just a, a another athlete. She's going to run the floor. She's going to shoot the ball. She's going to get to the rim. You got Alana, who does it all. She's been carrying our team, and I've been proud of the way she's been playing. Uh, you've got Laney, another senior who's been tough for us in the post. She's physical. She's rebounding. She's helping us. And then you got our sophomore guard who's back, Emily, who's uh, she's going to catch her rhythm and, and be on fire. She's physical, and she's ready to play. I'm going to ask Coach uh, Marsh the same question I'm about to ask you. Give us an unsung hero for tonight, somebody who's not in the starting five who maybe you'd like to see step up in a big game like this because obviously it's not going to be just five on five tonight. You know, our bench is going to have to be big tonight. I know they have a deep bench, and he can, you know, pull three or four girls off the bench, and they don't miss a beat. Our bench is getting better, and they're developing. I've got a couple of girls that have been playing really well. So I've got Bella and uh, Selena. So they'll be fun to watch because they'll give us something tonight. Coach, enjoy your uh, game tonight. Thank you for your time. We'll do. Thank you. Thank you very much, Steve, with head coach Daryl McNeil of the Everett Seagulls. Our pregame coaches interview sponsored by Smoky Point Concrete. Smoky Point Concrete has been part of strong foundations for more than four decades. Let's keep building teams and communities. Smoky Point Concrete. We're going to hear from Joe Marsh, head coach of the Arlington Eagles here momentarily. And uh, Joel Boyer, let's talk a little bit about this game before we get underway. And he mentioned a bench you gotta we're getting to the playoffs we're getting to the district tournament we're getting to state tournament you got to have more than just five uh, absolutely tom and you know it's there's a little bit of a back and forth where you want to have enough bench that you can go deep when there's foul trouble when you have back-to-back game nights you have three games in a week things like that when you do get to the playoffs though you start to see coaches kind of shortening that bench we've been trying for a number of games trying to find the right rhythm trying to find the right uh the right substitute pattern rotation but then you start discovering, all right, these are the ones that are getting the job done. Let's go downstairs, see what the job getting done on the floor at Steve Willits along with Joe Marsh. We are indeed with Coach Marsh. Coach, what a night tonight. We were just talking with Coach McNeil a minute ago. Full house here. The boys getting done playing earlier. A lot of people sticking around for this one. Kind of fun to be a coach in Wesco during this time of year. Love it. Great atmosphere. I'd actually like to do more of these. It's great having the 
get to see the boys play, girls play, and then the crowd. Yeah, this is great. This is, we're looking forward to it. And not only a nice crowd at the end of the year, but two really good teams coming into, into this game tonight. You're tied with Meadowdale right now atop the standings on Wesco 3. How important of a game is this for you and your squad? Oh, this is a huge one. We've had this one circled on the calendar for a while. Uh, Everett's a really good team. And we know late in the season we're trying to, you know, we're still competing for a league championship. And it's a big one for us. So we, we, I think both teams know how important this one is. Give us a quick rundown, your starting five, and maybe a sentence or two on each player. I'll start with uh, Samara Morrow, our point guard. She kind of does it all for us. Uh, leader on offense, great defender. Uh, she just makes us go. Um, let's see, now you're going to put me on the spot. Addie Green, sophomore guard, comes in steady, calm, really good rebounder for her size. Um, Rachel Snow, kind of our X Factor, kind of do-it-all kid. Fantastic rebounder as well, especially on the offensive end. Um, her sister, Katie Snow, is what passes for a center in Arlington at 5'8". Uh, big and strong, and she's been had a great year for us. She's really picked up her scoring, gives us a post presence. Excellent rebounder as well. And then Kiara Reese, kind of our, again, do-it-all forward shooter, also can get to the rim, so she's really helps us out on the offensive end in particular. We mentioned this to Coach, o or, uh, Coach McNeil. I'm going to ask you the same question. May not be just the five starters for each team tonight. The bench might have to come in and play a role. Who are maybe some of the uh, the X factors, if you will? Um, Jersey Walker comes off our bench. She has been phenomenal. She's made us better off our bench. She just comes in, great energy, uh, solid, can shoot the ball, rebounds, plays great defense. So she helps us a lot. Got a freshman, Kaylee Anderson, who's been playing a lot of minutes, shooter, and when she gets it going, she can put the ball in the basket. So those are our two main kids. We got a couple other ones down there too. When you watch this Everett team, what's one or two keys to the game tonight for you guys in order to come out with a victory? Well, the length of the twins and their pressure. We got to take care of the ball. That's a big one for us, and being able to rebound and defending them. For, you know, it's always about defense this time of year. We preach it. I know Daryl preaches it. So it's going to be a defensive battle, and hopefully our offense can, you know, we can play at our pace. That's what we like to do. Coach, great to see you. Great to see you too. Thank you. There we go. Thanks very much, Steve Willits, along with both coaches, Arlington's Joe Marsh and Everett's Daryl McNeil. Everett, Arlington, and Stanwood represented the Western Conference of the Northwest District at the state tournament a year ago. Stanwood and Arlington brought home hardware. Everett lost on the first day down in the Tacoma Dome. We're counting down to tip-off between the Arlington Eagles and the Everett Seagulls. When we come back, we'll talk more with Joel Boyer. The West Coast Tonight pregame show continues right here on KRKO. At Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the Helpful hardware, folks. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842. The law offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-LAW-0842. 
Hi, I'm Jasmine, owner of Dietrich Espresso. If you're listening in Snohomish, Skagit, or Island Counties, there's a Dietrich Espresso stand near you. With 15 locations and the finest, fastest, and friendliest baristas serving Cafe Darte, dark roasted coffee for a full body flavor. And Dietrich Espresso coffee stands are part of your community. You'll see us in the arena, at the ballpark, and attending your local events and fundraisers. Dietrich Espresso is committed to our community and quality in every cup. Visit us in Snohomish, Skagit, and Island Counties and online at DietrichEspresso.com. That's DietrichEspresso.com. We are with Ryan Berg, the owner of the Shop of Arlington Tire Pros. And Ryan, congratulations. This is your 10-year anniversary. But 10 years, what do you attribute your success to? Well, you got to have core values. And one of my favorite is bring more to the table than you take. Our community is very important to us. We look for every opportunity to lift our local charities, youth, and elderly. This business exists from the support of our community. So it will always be a platform to support and amplify efforts that provide the needs of our community. Well, happy 10 years. And to learn more, go to the Shop of Arlington.com. Everett and Arlington are warming up here at Everett High School here at the corner of 25th and Wetmore in downtown Everett. A reminder, today's game brought to you by Smoky Point Concrete, Move Fitness, The Shop Tire Pros, Buzz In Steakhouse, Judd and Black Appliance, Chevrolet of Everett, the law office of Russell Hill, Procure a Mortgage, and by Screen Printing Northwest. Let's turn to Coach Boyer. We do know that both these teams are locked into the playoffs, barring an unforeseen catastrophe. Arlington will get a direct line into the quarterfinals of the district tournament. Joel, it's kind of like booking a vacation. With that package, you get an opening round home game (laughs) and the double elimination part of the tournament. So if Everett wants that same prize package, they need to get busy tonight. Yeah, it kind of feels like you can you can have a bye in the first round, but wait, there's more. (laughs) You can also be get go right past the single elimination round and go right to the double elim, which is it, it is that feeling of you're like it's you can breathe that deep sense of relief and for that you both don't have these, to worry about it. For both these schools, a home game is big. Huge. Huge. I mean, absolutely. We just talked about the, the atmosphere, the environment here right now. Uh, it's Like you said, it's it's not fully packed like it was for the boys, but it's pretty darn full still. Right. And that's what you love to see for this. Arlington, I think, is maybe one of the one of the kind of the old throwback communities that still, hey, uh, everyone turn the lights off in town. We're going to the high school to watch the game. Right. Uh, it just it always just feels packed and both these places are are very uh very home court advantage friendly so who are the players you're going to watch for the seagulls let me guess there are at least two and their last name is washington yeah it's kind of the start, starting point uh it's definitely not the ending point there's a lot of other players on that team as well uh but those two sisters uh they, they're phenomenal to watch uh got to see them a little bit when they were younger kids they're uh got to coach their older cousin um, so gotten to see them in the gym some and whatnot, but they uh, their special talent just long, athletic, so quick. Um, the six, and we're, we're the, talking about Alana and May Washington. Yep, yep, Alana and May Washington. You kind of feel that that six two, like oh, they must be be you know slower, big inside. No, no, they are they are very athletic. When they go to their 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 one their their one top zone, where it's a one three one or one two two, that is a lot of length up top if you're trying to pass back and forth from corner to corner. So absolutely watch them defensive and offensive end for sure. We saw Arlington just a couple of weeks ago against Archbishop Murphy. A lot of good players to choose from for Joe Marsh. Yeah, and, and the thing about this Arlington team is yes, absolutely it's tomorrow moral. But after that, it, it's kinda like take your pick on who's gonna be the second lead, the second score or the third score on that night, or who's going to be the X factor, because it can be either one of the Snow Sisters. It can absolutely be Jersey Walker. You talked about her coming off the bench. She was our player of the game a yes, couple weeks ago. Uh, phenomenal kid. Just loved watching her play defensively and offensively. Um, I mean, Kira Reese, 
she can light it up from the three-point line, and she can drop 20 points in the game without even thinking about it. I mean, so there's just so many different kids in that team. Yes, Morrow is is the is the alpha in that group, um, but there's a lot of talent after that. Before we move off Arlington, how about the job that former Eagle Jenna Vila is doing for the WSU Cougars as a true freshman? Oh boy, yeah, and they're good. You want to talk about being in a rotation? She she is she is knee deep in the middle of that rotation and doing a great job. Uh, at least once, I think maybe twice, conference freshman of the week. I could be wrong on that one, but yep. uh, but just impressive. It's fun. It's fun to watch those kids when you when you're when you're coaching against them. You're like, gosh darn it, that kid's good. But as soon as they they move on, even when they're when you're coaching against them, you can respect them and love them and appreciate what they do. But then when they move on, oh, all the, all the love in the world. You want to see them do as well as they possibly can because it just represents Wesco athletics as best it can. So are you prepared to declare that Arlington and Meadowdale will play in the district championship game three weeks from tomorrow at the Jim Linden Fieldhouse in Marysville? How, how uh, what's on the line of after that? Claire, that's a jeez. <laughs> uh, declare right now. Well, I mean, they're the favorites, right? I mean, that means in every other sport in America, right? The one seeds always play each other in the Super Bowl and the whatever. Uh, but, no, they, they are the, the cream of the crop. If, I have not gotten to see Meadowdale for more than one quarter this year. Um, but I know they're talented. I, I've seen a little film of them. I've watched a video of that. Um, but Arlington, I know they've been there, done that, proven that. Stanwood's not kind of in that mix this year. They have been in the past. They had a lot of kids graduate last year. Um, every They're always sneaky tough, just especially with the Washington sisters. But I really feel that, that the odds are absolutely in the favor of putting Meadowdale and Arlington. And gosh darn it, I would love to be us calling that game. So here it is. The biggest question is, who will the other two representatives be that advance out of that uh, district tournament? Four total go, your candidates, Snohomish, Ferndale, Oak Harbor, Linwood, Everett. Of those, only two get to go. Yeah, and when you start talking about that, you're like, gosh, somebody's, some good teams are going to get left home. Right. But you start looking at that, you see Snohomish lost their first two league games here. They're 0-2 in league, losing by one point, awkwardly a weird same score, 48-47 losses to both Arlington and Everett. First two league games of the year, games two and three. But, oh, look at that. They're 9-2 and two in league, so they've won their next nine straight games. They still have Linwood to go. They still have Meadowdale to go. Right. Uh, but, you know, they've snuck into that. They're in that. They're tied for third there. Or, excuse me, they're in third and 3A with Everett right behind them, Linwood right behind them. Uh, so you're looking at that, but I've, I've got to believe, I always feel that, not just because of my past, but Snohomish, Snohomish plays their best basketball late in the season and they really sometimes take a take a while to kind of get themselves moving to kind of get the rotation gelled uh but coach ken roberts you know we talk about joe marsh being there doing that for a long time uh ken roberts is the what is he the grandfather the patriarch of the of the wesco conference now right. with randy edens moving on and he's yep. he's that one now so um just the comfortability of having been in those situations and those players being brought up within that system i feel that Snowish is probably gonna be one of the other two and then gosh Linwood or Everett? Right. I don't know. I mean, I know Linwood's had their a couple of their star players out, or one of them I think she missed a game or two. I don't know if that's going to be a, a long-term thing or just a short-term thing. Hopefully a short-term. You want the best players, obviously, in it. But uh, but I think that I would put Snowmush as the third, and then one of those other two is going to go. One of them's going to get left home. So I'll let you decide that one. Joel's Keys of the Game brought to you by Glass by Lund, family-owned and operated since 1967. In fact, Todd Lund sitting right down in front of us. Offering the best price, value, and installation online at Glass by Lund. Let's take a look at tonight's starting lineups for the Everett Seagulls. And we heard we'll give them to you in full names. We just got the Miley and Laney in Atlanta. How about Coach Daryl McNeil's starters? Miley Wugumgag, a 5'5 senior. 
It'll be Laney Thompson, a six-foot senior. Alana Washington, a six-one senior. May Washington, a six-foot senior. And Emily Barton, a six-foot sophomore. So it'll be Wilgum Gag and then Thompson, two Washingtons, and a Barton in the starting lineup for the Everett Seagulls. For the Arlington Eagles, Coach Joe Marsh, he'll start Rachel Snow, a 5'8 senior. Addie Green, a 5'7 sophomore. Samara Morrow, a 5'8 senior. Kira Reese, a 6-foot junior. And Katie Snow, a 5'8 senior. Tonight's starting lineup is brought to you by Procure a Mortgage. Let Penny Carey and Procure a Mortgage start you on the road to home ownership. Procure a Mortgage. Com. We will come back, Cap, tonight's opening tip-off and game action. It's the Everett Seagulls. It's the Arlington Eagles. It's Wesco 3A girls basketball right here on KRKO. At Marysville Toyota, there's a better way to buy your next car. It's called One. One price, one person, one hour. Our best upfront price is clearly posted on every vehicle. It takes all the guesswork out. We'll work with you from start to finish. No awkward handoff, no finance office. One person will work with you the entire time. And once you've selected what vehicle you want and how you want to pay for it, we'll do everything possible to get you on the road and on your way home in one hour. To experience the power of One, go to MarysvilleToyota.com. That's MarysvilleToyota.com. Come. I know it's hard to believe how expensive food has become. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that your neighborhood grocer doesn't want you to know. It's the Buzz In All Day Breakfast. Choose any piping hot cast iron breakfast skillet, the corned beef, tsunami, or Philly cheesesteak. A great deal on a great meal, $14.99. There's 12 locations, so get in the car and head to the Buzz In Steakhouse, where you get a lot for a little. And use that money you saved to do other things. Stitch Mitchell here for the Marysville Opera House, which is one of my favorite buildings in the Pacific Northwest, and it's available for special events like weddings, business meetings, even family reunions. And what a setting for your event. This beautiful two-story building features a magnificent ballroom with chandelier lighting, plus a private garden and a groom's room and a bridal cottage to boot. See for yourself during their open house the first and third Wednesdays of the month from 6 to 8 p.m. Make a bold statement with your next event and host it at the historic Marysville Opera House. Details at marysvillewa.gov. That's the first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. And we come to you live from Joel Richer Court, the Norm Lowry Gymnasium on the campus of Everett High School. It's a girls 3A Western Conference big game between the Arlington Eagles and the Everett Seagulls. Alongside Joel Boyer, I'm Tom Lafferty. Our statistician is Tornado Ted Beener. Steve Willits is working the sidelines today. Our radio network producer is Brandon Hamill. Tonight's opening tip-off brought to you by Chuck Van Howling, Legacy West Insurance, and Allstate. It balls in the air. It's underway, and it's taken by Everett, and it is May Washington. Takes it down the left side, and a foul. No, the ball's going to be knocked out of bounds. So no foul there. Five seconds in, and Everett retains possession, and here they will throw it in at the baseline. Everett in their home white jerseys. Now they will turn it over on the inbounds pass. You're not going to see that often, sister to sister, no. missed connection right there, just over those fingertips right there. 
So now Arlington, their first possession of the ball. We're tied at zero, just underway on a Friday night. No silver tips tonight. They'll be back in action tomorrow. Here's a long outside three ball that's going to be an air ball that will not go. It's going to be missed. And as soon as Kira Reese let go of it, she put her both her hands up to her mouth and said, oh, my God, I Oopsies. can't believe I missed it that badly. And Joe Marsh said, yeah, I don't can either. <laughs> so it's going to be Everett basketball. They'll throw it in. Everett in the home white uniforms, blue numbers, and gold trim. Kind of an opposite of Arlington in the navy blue uniforms, white numbers, and gold trim. Here's a runner with the right hand up no good. A miss there by Wugumgeg. Now, we were told when we came in the gym and setting up the gear that Wugumgeg was on crutches earlier today. She tells you you can only believe the things you see. Because <laughs> right. I'm watching her cut and move right now, and I, I'm, I haven't seen the, the no. favoring of anything, so who knows? Yeah, you got to see it with your own eyes. Wugum Gay, give it off. Here's a little runner with the right hand. Rattles out, no good. Atlanta Washington with the miss. Rebound controlled by Arlington. Still scoreless, 45 seconds in to the opening quarter at Everett High School. We're at the pit. And Everett's in a 2-3 zone. It looks like that's what kind of forced that earlier air ball by Kira Reese. But they really have a lot of length of the Washingtons. And, and no, nope, there's a steal right there by May, or by Alana Washington. Yeah, interception by Alana goes through, splits the defense, goes in, lays it up, no good. May Washington grabs the rebound, a tie-up. It's going to be held ball, and alternating possession gives it to Arlington. The Eagles will have it. It's going to be fun watching some of these man-to-man matchups because it looks like Arlington, the first two possessions they've been in man-to-man, they're, they're probably going to stay there. Um, that's just kind of their calling card. Uh, but it's going to be fun to watch tomorrow, Samantha, uh, Samara Morrow be able to go man-to-man against a couple of these Washingtons. Nice pass by Morrow. Nice bucket there up and in by Katie Snow. And the first lead of the ball game goes to the Arlington Eagles up here as Everett has it on the other end. A little fadeaway jumper won't go for May Washington. Back up by Alana Washington. That won't go either. So Washington miss, Washington miss, and the rebound taken down by Addie Green for Arlington. Eagles with a 2-0 lead, and they have the basketball. Samara Morrow, she traveled with the basketball. She kind of zigged and zagged and then didn't put the ball in the deck, so it'll be a turnover on Arlington. <laughs> well, May Washington right there. Beat her to the spot on the first zig and check. Oh, I better zag back, but unfortunately that pivot foot already had drug a little bit. So Everett will have it. Moving down to our right in the white uniform. Turn around, hook shot up. The sky hook is in for Atlanta Washington. And I think that's the maybe fourth or fifth attempt that Everett's had from about six feet from the hoop. First one they were able to get go, though. We're tied at two. There's a little runner in the corner. Now it's going to be Samara Morrow buries it from right corner up and in. And a timeout called by Daryl McNeil of the Everett Seagulls. We'll step out with five minutes and 56 seconds to go in the opening quarter. It's a 5-2 lead for the Arlington Eagles over the Everett Seagulls back in 30 seconds. Joan and Black's January sales event is going on now. Find savings throughout our five Western Washington showrooms, like up to 55% off induction cooking or refrigerators, 30% off laundry pairs, and while supplies last, dishwashers as low as $2.99, or a top freezer Whirlpool refrigerator, only $6.99. Shop top name brands like Frigidaire, KitchenAid, Jenner, and Bosch. Plus, buy now, pay later with financing options on approved credit. No games, no gimmicks. Just great savings and exceptional service at Judd and Black, your hometown appliance store. Well, Joel Boyer, a very early timeout for the Seagulls. Yeah, and I understand wanting to get that defense set by Coach McNeil and making sure that they have a runner getting out there, especially getting a hand in Samara Moro's face, but uh, you only get five of them total. 
Here's a runner going in, laying up no good. Atlanta Washington with the miss. Grabbed by Morrow. Up the floor quickly they go as they work it down. Going in for a scoop lay, and that will not go for Addie Green. Kept alive by Everett. Grabbed by May Washington out of backcourt. Stops, pops from the foul line. Clunks it off the front of the iron. No good. The rebound's going to be grabbed down. It was grabbed there by Rachel Snow, and the, then the ball was knocked out of bounds by Everett, so Arlington retains possession. 5.28 to go, opening quarter, 5-2 lead for the Eagles on the Seagulls home floor. The boys game prior to this varsity game, and Arlington won that one 66-57. So this is the second game of the doubleheader. Actually, it's a quad header as both JV teams played today as well. Dribble drive in, Morrow pull up jumper, rattles and goes. Samara Morrow, that's a nice move. Off balance, went off one foot. Had a defender in her face and was still looking at that go down. Corner jumper, right side up and in for Emily Barton for the Seagulls. That was a big bucket. They needed that one. Barton puts em- a three in. Barton's had a few big games this year. She's been a steady, I think, constant player. kind of started to come on more and more as that sophomore. Generally, sophomore, especially kind of those kind of roller coaster type seasons up and down, but she really has had a few big games for them. Morrow puts up another three that won't go. Thought she got fouled there, but she didn't call it. Alana Washington goes in, misses the lay-in. May Washington tried to grab the rebound, but Morrow very quick down the floor, grabs the defensive board. She's trapped in the corner, goes with kind of an errant pass to the near side, but it's saved, and now we're going to have a timeout called by Arlington. Joe Marsh will spend a timeout here with about four and a half minutes to go in the opening quarter. Let's keep it right here. Well, and that one right there was <laughs> Morrow picks the ball up in the trap corner right there with two defenders on her, throws the ball the other corner, kind of hoping somebody would get there, and Kira Reese will track it down, but got herself in the same position. So I look at that a little bit more as Joe Marsh is trying to calm things down and maintain that possession, hopefully get a bucket out of it and be able to get a go from a two-point to a four-point lead. But it's going to be really fascinating to see. I haven't seen a play get run yet by Everett. I was just going to say, this is reminding me of a Beatles song. Yeah. This game, Helter Skelter. It, it, the, right now, I mean, and, it, and part of it is the athleticism of the Everett Seagulls. They can just up and down the court so well, and they don't necessarily have to run sets, but they haven't run a set yet. Everything's just been kind of on the fly, pushing the ball. Uh, but we'll see. Is that going to benefit them, pay off, or is that going to be... Uh, is that going to hurt them down the road? So Arlington has a lead, 7-5. They have the ball moving to our left, navy blue uniforms. They work the perimeter, go deep in the right-hand corner, and then back out tomorrow. You can't leave her that open. But she puts it up for a three that won't go, and the rebound grabbed by May Washington. She'll bring it up herself out of backcourt at six foot. To the top of the key, Wilgum Gag kind of up faked, looked at a three, takes another one, and she will put up an air ball, won't go. May Washington saves the out-of-bounds. Steve's going inside, and then it's going to go over for Laney Thompson. She missed a three ball, grabbed down by Rachel Snow, goes the other end, misses the lay-in, no good. Here comes Miley Wilgumgeg out of backcourt, and the foul is going to be called. A couple of misses on both ends of the floor. The foul will be whistled on Katie Snow. That's that hard take right there by Rachel Snow. She, It was a one-on-one, her against, uh, I think it was Alana Washington. It's just kind of that feeling of... If it's not, if you don't have an advantage, pull it back out, set that, run the offense, get a good bucket out of it. But that's just my opinion. That looks good after she missed it, but as she made that, great take, great take. That was only the first foul of the game so far. Well, I'm not sure what May Washington did, but she stepped on the out-of-bounds. Alana Washington, excuse me. She kind of up-faked and didn't shoot, didn't travel, then went and then finally Mm -hmm. stepped on the end line. Yeah. Awkward looking. 
And, and it's almost like she turned the corner, but unfortunately the corner was out of bounds. So good defense right there by the Eagles to force her all the way to that baseline. Arlington with the lead. They have the ball. It's 7-5 the score. little give-and-go bounce pass goes underneath to Kara Reese. Back out for an offline shot by Marl that won't go. Put back won't go for Katie Snow. Again, Rachel Snow grabs the rebound. Give it to Marl again. Put, goes into traffic. Dumps it down to Katie. Puts it up with the right hand off the window and in. Katie Snow off the recipient of the pass from Morrow quickly up the floor going the other end uh, Arlington goes asleep at the defense and May Washington lays it up and in again it's a two-point ball game three minutes to go in the opening quarter ball goes out of bounds last touch here by now the officials are going to confer our officials tonight Ryan Taylor is the referee the umpires are Riaz Kanji and Eric Ifland and we'll have is this our first sub uh, Jersey Walker uh, came, came in as our in. second okay. sub right now for Arlington Eagles. I don't think we've had a sub yet by the Seagulls. On the inbounds now, going down low, putting up. I thought maybe she got fouled, but no call. Kira Reese misses. Rebound grabbed down by May Washington, brings it up. Tried to hook a pass over to her sister. She wasn't there. Nobody home. And it's going to be turned right back over to Arlington. Arlington is not a team you can give extra possessions to. No, no. And and it's kind of an interesting. Uh, they both really have a similar style, Tom, where they like to run and gun. They like to to move quick, get up yep. and down the court, not really – they'd love to not set things up and just go run and just kind of have it be fast break, uh, secondary uh, secondary offense, if you will. But who's better at it? And that's going to be the fun part because they're really running the same offense. Arlington with the ball. Jersey Walker has the ball stolen away from her. Grabbed there by Alana Washington. Alana then has the ball nearly stripped away, right back by Jersey Walker. He says, you took it from me, I'm taking it back. But here's a pull-up jumper from 12 feet away. No good. Missed by Washington. Grabbed down by Arlington. Down it goes to the left side. Lay it up good and one coming up for Jersey Walker. You know, this is something we talked about a couple games ago when we watched Jersey Walker play. Right. I love watching how she can she can make a mistake, as she did early in a turnover, and then bounce right back from it immediately catch that ball tough catch right there in traffic finish with contact going to the free throw line see if she can't get an old-fashioned three-point play uh, but just like to be able to go from offense to defense and, and make a mistake but forget it right away first free throw only free throw completes a three-point play it's good it's a five-point lead equaling arlington's biggest lead the foul had been whistled there on emily barton her first first team foul so now Everett moving to our right in the white uniform. Dribble drive along the right side. May Washington in the corner. Shot for three that won't go by Bella Nguyen. And then it's going to be grabbed down by Everett. They'll reload the offense. Kind of getting pushed from behind there was May Washington. Over to Alana. Goes around the screen set by May. And she traveled the basketball. She looked up in the sky and said, yeah, I know I did. <laughs> yeah, and they, they're just not seeing those sets from Everett. I'm a little, yeah. a little surprised. And when they can run, oh, run. That's They're really comfortable doing that, Tom. When you get stopped and the defense is set and there's already five defenders back, what are they going to get into? We really haven't seen it. We've seen a couple of miscues and turnovers thrown to space and not thrown to people. Interesting to see what Coach McNeil is going to do and dial up for that second quarter. Here's Walker on the top of the key. Dumps it there over to Kara Reese. Goes down to the baseline, then dumps it over to Katie Snow for the easy bucket. And the lead is now seven points. Arlington 14-7 double score. And it's going to be out of bounds for Everett here on the side out. Jersey Walker, we mentioned, was our player of the game a couple of weeks ago. And then Steve Willits finally told us that after the fact that her grandpa is Larry Walker, who is a Snohomish County Sports Hall of Famer. 
and cousin to Leighton Martin, who we just watched in the first game. It's the Martin Walker Bowl here tonight. <laughs> we I think we did talk about in our in our text thread. Man, I wonder what those games a horse look like at uh, you know at Easter or or Fourth of July. What what do those look like for those families getting together? So out of bounds now. Joe Marsh has got his arms outstretched. He didn't like the call, but Everett will have the basketball at the baseline. 20 on the shot clock, minute 20 to go in the first quarter, and a double score lead, 14-7 for the Eagles. Seagulls will inbound it. Wugum Gag, top of the key, out between the circles. Swing a pass down to the corner, down to the baseline, up and in with a hook shot up and good by Tatum Smith. And it's 14-9 the score. Coming up on a minute to play in the quarter. Almost an interception on that pass. I, Washington was going to go and try to get it. She did, and the ball is going to be kicked there underneath by Bellinois. Here's a shot on the way. Fade away, rattles, and goes. Shooter shoots, and it's up and in. Kara Reese kind of looks at her hands, and then she gets, a, she gets a steal there and then fouled as she comes into front court. Reese put up the shot, and then she goes, I can't believe that went in. Yeah, and almost like the one that didn't go in in the opening moments of the first quarter. And we're kind of seeing this as, as Coach Daryl McNeil's making some substitutions. Tom, we're seeing some little cracks right there, yep. and, and it just kind of as they're as these passes that are long passes that have been completed mostly, but now have been picked off a little bit here and there. So you see him going back to his starting, or I think four of his five stars are back in the game now. Here's a dribble drive to the baseline. Katie Snow has the ball kind of ping-ponged off a couple of defenders. They get it back going in. Reese misses the lay-in. She'll go to the free-throw line, have to earn them at the strike. Two shots coming up here for Kiara Reese. Reese averages about nine points per ball game during the regular year. And the foul is going to be whistled on Bella Duan. That's going to be her first personal, third team. And Kiara Reese at the free throw line for the Eagles. And the first one is no good. She will get another. Again, no ever silver tips, a rare Friday night off. That's why we're doing some 3A girls basketball between the Eagles and the Seagulls. Silver tips back in action tomorrow down in Kent, taking on the Seattle Thunderbirds. 5.30 pregame, 6.05 for the faceoff right here on KRKO. Next free throw, missed them both. And the ball went out of bounds nearly, but it's going to be saved by Everett, but grabbed by Morrow, up and in for a three ball by Arlington. Ouch, that hurts. And it makes it a 10-point lead for the Arlington Eagles. Now, Wugum got to give it off going in, laying up good, and one coming up here. Atlanta Washington got the nice pass from Miley Wugum And then Atlanta Washington hits the lay-in, and she will go to the free-throw line. You know, it, we were just thinking, and we said it earlier, you don't want to give second possessions to either one of these teams, but especially the Arlington Eagles. And that was one of those situations for the Seagulls. They get two free throws missed, but they can't secure the rebound, and Morrow drops a three. On the opposite end, and how fast was that Was that land right there by Alana Washington? Makes that free throw right there to get the three-point play. They can score so quickly. Don't blink, don't look away. Down to four, down to three, down to two. Here's Morrow, shoots at the horn, and it goes in. The one kid you don't want touching the ball in the last five seconds if you're Coach Daryl McNeil is Samara Morrow. 21-12 the score. Arlington with the lead by nine. Second quarter coming up right here on KRKO. 
Are you or a loved one struggling with joint pain? Everett Bone & Joint, part of ProLiance Surgeons, can help. Our team of experienced surgeons offers the latest in total joint replacement procedures to relieve your pain and get you back to doing the things you love. And if you need outpatient surgery, we also have state-of-the-art ambulatory surgery centers where you can receive personalized care in a comfortable environment. Don't let joint pain hold you back any longer. For more information and to schedule a consultation, go to ebjproliancesurgeons.com and take the first step towards a pain free life. For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund has been serving the greater Puget Sound area with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality, based on customer satisfaction. Glass by Lund is also a big supporter of the local community and has been a longtime sponsor of West Coast High School Sports. So next time you're in need for a window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, tabletop glass, residential or commercial, why not call a place that has glass in their name? For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund. To schedule a free estimate, go to Glass by Lund. 21-12 the score, the lead for the Arlington Eagles on Everett's home floor. Samara Morrow with that three ball that went in at the end. Was it a three ball or a two ball? Just a it two. It was a two. Yep. But it gave her 10, 10 points for the first quarter. So she's got 10 of the 21 points. Here we go, second quarter getting underway. Inbounded here for Everett on the alternating possession. And Everett will have it. Moving to our right. Atlanta, Washington. Feed it down low. Going in. Laying up. Rattles off. No good. Missed by Laney Thompson. Back up by Thompson. No. And then two shots coming up here. She got fouled on the way up off of a couple of misses there by Laney Thompson. She'll go to the free throw line. Today's game brought to you by the Law Office of Russell and Hill. Proud sponsors of the Boy and Girl Athlete of the Month and Athletes of the Year program. Russell and Hill. Call 800-LAW-0842. Kira Reese picks up her second personal foul and the first team foul of the quarter. So Reese will go to the bench. First three throw was a miss for Laney Thompson, and she will get yet another. And that free throw is airborne, and it's not clean, but it's good. Rattles and drops in. 21-13, eight-point lead. 15 seconds in to the second quarter. Samara Morrill comes across the logo. Pass off left side, Kaylee Anderson. She dribbles out to the logo, kind of playing way up high. 18 on the shot clock. Now they'll look underneath, but it's going to be stolen away. Grabbed by Washington, up the floor to the other Washington, going in, laying up, and good. May, then Alana. Yep, May May to Alana Washington right there. It's not easy keeping 12 and 14. Their hair is pretty much the same. Boy. They're both six feet tall. Yeah. Here's Samara Morrow, top of the key. Bounce pass goes underneath to... Inside, it's going to be a miss there. And Everett's gone to a 1-3-1, Tom. It's kind of changed up the look a little bit, and I'm not sure that all the Arlington 5 players have kind of picked up on the change. Corner, shot three. That's a two. Two ball inside the line there for May Washington. Puts it up and in. It's 21-17. So what was a 10-point lead is now a 4-point lead for the Arlington Eagles. Then a... Walker was trying to pass off to Morrow. Ball knocked back out of bounds by Everett. So they'll inbound side here. 21 seconds on the shot clock. Inbounds here for Arlington. Cross court it goes. Jersey Walker three rattles and goes. Jersey Walker buries it from three ball land on the left side. Now Everett's kind of having a hard time. A little full court pressure. Hard time getting it inbounded. They finally do. And Atlanta Washington brings it out of backcourt. Dribbles it off her foot but retrieves the basketball. 
looking to May Washington. Now to Atlanta. Atlanta, top of the key. Swing it over left side to Miley Wilgum Gag. Launches a three. Won't go. Samara Morrow's in the right spot at the right time. Grabs the rebound. Brings it out of backcourt with a right-handed dribble. Across the E in the center of the floor. Loft the pass in the corner to Jersey Walker. Saved it from going out of bounds, but it's going to be knocked away by Everett and grabbed by the Seagulls. They have it. Atlanta Washington dribbles it out of backcourt. Down by 7 now, 24-17, 5.48 to go. Dribble drive in. She thought she got fouled. Atlanta did not get fouled, apparently, and it's going to be grabbed by Arlington. Out of backcourt, they come. Kaylee Anderson to Walker. Back to Anderson again. Launches an NBA 3. Rattles off. No good. That almost went. Rebound grabbed down by Atlanta Washington. She crumples to the floor. Foul's going to be called. And I think like Jersey Walker is going to get yeah, going to get called for that one. Her first, you know, Tom. The last two shots, one per each team, have been three pointers. I feel like heat checks from about five feet beyond the three point line, <laughs> early, uh, midway in the shot clock. It doesn't feel like you have to rush it. It's not five, four, three at the end of a shot clock. Right. You just feel that both coaches are probably pulling their hair, even though neither one of them have it pretty much. But are <laughs> both saying we can get that look anytime yeah let's get a better one first or try to get a better one first before we just start hucking them up from deep wilgum gag at the left wing five to shoot now way out top side now there's a heat seeking missile that clunks off the front of the iron no good that's a miss by Atlanta washington grabbed by morrow one-handed bounce pass underneath laying up and a miss and then it's, it was a miss there by Kaylee Anderson, but kept alive by Snow back up and in. Katie Snow Gosh. grabbed that offensive rebound. Well, and I think it was Rachel Snow that grabbed the offensive rebound and then oh. passed it to her sister, Katie Snow. We got two a, a set of twins on each team. They all play a lot. This is going to be a nightmare for poor yeah. tall Tom, but oh well. It, it was Snow and Snow, and I thought I'd just skip one and go right to the chaser. <laughs> Here's a three ball. Jersey Walker doesn't skip anything. She buries a three. Daryl McNeil calls a timeout. For the Everett Seagulls, we'll take a break. Biggest lead of the game for Arlington, 29-17. Four and a half minutes to go in the first half. Back with more from Everett after this. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Well, the who's who of Western Conference of basketball is in attendance tonight. Joel, you, we got all your colleagues to the uh, Snohomish <laughs> contingent over there yeah, on the baseline. Well, Snohomish girls played last night, and they play tomorrow night. So when, what do you do on the night off on a Friday? You find the biggest game with the two biggest, baddest opponents you're going to have to see later, and you go watch them. So it looks like a – I'm going to think, though, that Ken Roberts took Kiffin out for dinner on the way here. Oh, promise he did. Yeah, Ken, Ken. Ken is a smart man when it comes to they. They hey, always have a honey. A, let's go to dinner. Well, they well, they often have a before the season. They do a, a save the marriage weekend before, <laughs> and then after the season, a save the marriage weekend after too. So uh, he's no dummy when it comes to, to keeping uh, keeping his basketball wife happy too. Yeah, let's go out to dinner. How come so early? <laughs> well, because the tips to, at seven fifteen. Let me go to the basketball game. <laughs> what? <laughs> we'll have fun. Here's a foul on the inbounds. 
Now you got Jersey Walker just picked up her second foul there, too, with 4.21 to go in the second quarter. Two in a row within about 10 oh, seconds. Well, Clock time, and she'll go to the bench. Gee, don't ask the question. I wonder what Coach is going to do. He already has Jersey Walker on the bench. <laughs> That's right. Inbound here for Everett. Like Down by a dozen. And now we're going to oh, have a whistle here. Looks like she stepped out of bounds I think she did. We're kind of semi-blocked from the, not semi-blocked. We can't see the near sideline from our vantage point here on the mezzanine level. And that's the only problem with the mezzanine level. Everything right. else about it's fantastic. Yep. Here's, ooh, oh, boy. Almost looked like a travel there on Eddie Green, but no calls. Samara Morrow has it. 18 on the shot clock. Rifle a pass underneath to Rachel Snow. Back over to the right side to Kari DeBari. DeBerry is into the ball game. Now back to Morrow again. She dribbles through traffic. Eight on the shot clock. Puts it up with the left hand. No good. We're going to have a foul call, but I think this is going to be on Laney Thompson for going over the top. As Morrow was there to grab the rebound, and Thompson just kind of swiped her arm, and 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 uh, Walker or uh, Morrow went to the ground. And and this is it looks like the Everett's going to go to a two-three zone. I think they do that most, almost all times in a two-three zone outside of uh, when they come in for an inbounds underneath the hoop like this. But they've been in this one-three-one a, a bit too. They're going to stay in the two-three for this possession. Looks like Morrow. Stepped out of bounds as well. Yeah, uh, she did. I guess so. On the near sideline right in front of Daryl McNeil. So Everett will take the basketball. But these zones that Everett's running, especially right. the 1-3-1, one, one, you got a 6-foot, a 6-foot, a 6-2, and a 6-2. That's a lot of length to try to throw over or past. So out of backcourt comes Atlanta Washington. Finds her teammate May, her sister May, and May on the dribble out topside. Right side, 14 on the shot clock, launches a three, air ball, won't go. Out of midair, Addie Green grabs it, brings it out of backcourt with a right-hand dribble. Give it off to Morrow. She up-faked for a three from NBA land. Instead, she just got it down low, and for the lay-in, easy lay-in for Katie Snow. 31-17, 14-point lead. Washington dribbles in, then kicks the pass over to the left-hand side to Laney Thompson. Now to the near side, shot on the way, no good. Missed by Barton. Grabbed again by Kira Reese this time for Arlington. Here come the Eagles, up by 14 points. Looking down low, double team there. Bounce pass, give it off to a nice pass there from Reese tomorrow for the bucket, and it's 33-17. Arlington running away with this one here in the last two and a half minutes of the second quarter. Coming across the timeline is May Washington. Changes direction here. Guarded there by DeBerry. Give it off to May Washington. To Alana. To the baseline. And then May Washington had it at the baseline. And then went out of bounds with it. And turns it over. Back over to Arlington. Eagles with a 16-point lead. Their biggest lead of the game. Two minutes and 16 seconds to go in the first half. Jersey Walker checking back into the game. With those two fouls for Coach Joe March and the Arlington Eagles. Really don't want her to pick up the third if you're Coach Marsh. Uh, but getting Samara Mora a quick uh, quick rest in the bench is important, though. Eagles with the basketball. Reese has it. Leaves it there f- for Green. Gives it back to Reese, and she buries a three ball. Oh, boy. She's got a couple from out beyond the arc, and it's 36-17, to 17, a 19-point lead. More than a double Score here. Going down low, it's going to be uh, Alana Washington. She goes to the floor. She gets fouled. She'll go to the free throw line. 
and the foul is going to be called here on Arlington. And, you know, it felt like in the first couple minutes, even though they weren't falling for the for the Seagulls, right? Uh, but they were getting a lot of shots from about six, eight feet from the hoop, and they kind of abandoned that. Things just weren't dropping. So it almost seemed like, well, then if they're not dropping, we should just start kind of shooting threes earlier in the shot clock. And it, it feels like I like their energy early, Tom, in the right. first three, four minutes of the first quarter. Even though they're not dropping, don't change. Stay in there. Keep doing that. That was one of the first times we've seen Alana really attack the hoop. Yeah, she's at the free throw line. A chance to score with the clock stopped. Missed that first one. But still, stay the course. Stay the course. You're going to get back into it. If you are, you're going to get back into it by going to the free throw line. Next free throw is good, as Joel mentioned. Missed the first, made the second, 36-18. Now a double score with a minute 41 to play in the first half. As they work it to the top of the key, a little push from behind there. Addie Green has it. Bounce pass down to Snow. Rachel Snow at the baseline. Blocking foul is going to be called. It's going to be on Bella Nuan's going to pick up the foul. And that's going to be her first personal foul, second team foul. Out of bounds for second personal foul, excuse me. Second personal, second team. Inbounds for Reese. Gets the ball from Riaz Kanji, our referee tonight. Dribble drive along the right-hand side. Going in, Reese high off the window, won't go. May have been partially blocked. I thought maybe she got fouled. The rebound grabbed down by Alana Washington. Met there before she came across the timeline. Gives it off to May. Goes in, misses the lane. Kind of short-armed the lane. I thought... She thought she was going to get fouled, and she didn't. She kind of had a clear lane to the hoop, couldn't get it, and Reese brings it out of backcourt. Knocks, <laughs> knocks over the defender, over the left-hand side, long outside shot, won't go. Katie Snow with a miss. Back out for another open three look. That one rims off no good by DeBerry. Another rebound grabbed down by the Arlington Eagles. And Joe Marsh, during all of that, said, yeah, let's call a timeout. Let's get a quick 30. <laughs> we'll take a quick 30-second timeout. We'll keep it right here. 52.8 seconds to go in the first half. Let's see if we can uh, find Steve Willits down in the uh, down on the baseline. Oh. Steve, are you are you uh, within the sound of our voice? Uh, I can hear you guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, How are things down there? It's a fun atmosphere tonight. Even though it's an 18-point game right now, we've got a lot of activity going on. The Everett fans showing out tonight here. They're uh, wearing their fluorescent colors down here, wave, waving their flag. The student section is packed. Fun crowd. I mean, obviously, anytime you get these doubleheaders, hint, hint, athletic directors, we love these. Yep, yep. Anytime you get these doubleheaders, people tend to stay around after the first game, and it's a fun time at the pit. There you go. Thanks, for Steve, for being with us tonight. We'll be back with a new edition of Prep Sports Weekly on Monday night at 7 o'clock right here on KRK. The timeout has expired, 52.8 seconds to go. Arlington has the big lead, and they have the basketball. Moving to our left. It's into man-to-man possession right here, Tom. I tell you what, Alana or May Washington is spending more time on her back today. She got knocked over again, no call. Well, and right now they're going to bring Jersey Walker, get her back on the bench. She just don't want her to get another foul, but they're bringing Samara Morrow back. Would ever go into this man-to-man pressure that they're doing right now, just trying to D up, man up, and go at it, you want your best ball handler back in the game so that everybody else can be the secondary ball handlers. Here's Rachel Snow along the nice move. She went around three defenders but couldn't get it to go. And Miley Wilgumgeg grabs the rebound, then is double teamed, and then Rachel Snow gets the steal, puts it back up, fights for it, won't go, foul call. stick to is what we call that. <laughs> what, what was it Coach Coach Marsh said in the pregame? said uh, Katie Snow is a, a 5'8", 5'8 post. That's what qualifies as a post in the Arlington, in Arlington, Arlington yeah. program. Yeah. 
So this will be Katie Snow at the free throw line. The foul on May Washington, her first. Third team foul. First free throw, no good. And Snow, Katie Snow, will get another. We've got Rachel Snow and Katie Snow for Arlington. We've got Alana and May Washington for the Everett Seagulls. And they all start. So sometimes we do get a little confused. Next free throw won't go either for Rachel. And the rebound's going to be grabbed down by Washington. Alana Washington. Then Samara Morrow says, I'm going to pick your pocket. And she does. She takes it away. So Arlington has possession. Shot clock is dead. They can play for one. 13 seconds to go in the first half. Out on top of the key. That's Rachel Snow looking for Katie. She's got her back to the basket. Left-hand side, shot on the way. No, no. The referee says she traveled with the basketball before she let go of it. So 2.6 seconds to go, and it'll be inbounded here. And Joe Marsh is looking with a really quizzical look on his face, looking at Rajiv Khan. And uh, I'm with Rajiv on this one. She definitely shuffled those feet. <laughs> yeah. But, uh here comes Everett trying for one last. She'll dribble down. It won't get it off. It won't go. May Washington had it went the length of the floor. She takes long strides and could not get it to go. So we are at halftime here with the Arlington Eagles leading it 36-18 to 18 over the Everett Seagulls. And we are going to uh, see if we can get a word with Coach Joe Marsh here going off in halftime as Steve's going to make his way over to coach and right. get it, go, let's go steve all right we are with coach joe marsh coach uh, the first couple minutes were a little sloppy on both sides but since then your team has slowed down everything seems to be coming together really good first half yeah really i'm really happy uh we've settled down love our defense right now we're rebounding the basketball which is huge for us with their length too rebounding yeah and we've had some great passes this is what i love we're sharing the basketball when we do that we're hard to guard. So. I was just going to ask you about that. I mean, selfless play all around. And it seems like it's not just one or two players. It's the entire team. That's exactly right. And that's what we've been talking about. And that's the thing we've been getting better and better and better at as the year has gone on is sharing the basketball. Now, you can't just stop one person or two people. they got to you know, they got to guard everybody. So that, that makes it hard for, for the other teams. So yeah, I'm happy with that first half. Now we got to stick with it, though. I was going to say, we've seen comebacks in Wesco this year. What do you tell the girls at halftime? Not to let up. That's the biggest thing is just come out and play solid defense, get stops. And that's the biggest thing for us. I need them to be one and done, and we'll get the ball back. All right, thanks, Coach. Just for that, they turned off the lights on Steve and Coach there as we're going to do some <laughs> halftime festivities. I'm glad I brought my portable lights with me. Our second quarter tonight was brought to you by Screen Printing Northwest. Trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. T-shirts, hoodies, and more. Start the process online, ScreenPrintingNW.com. We'll come back, take a look at the first half scoring and we'll also take a look at if the playoffs started tonight we're at halftime at the pit at everett high school and it's a 36 18 score arlington leading everett back with more halftime after this timeout if you've been hurt on the job and suffered a personal injury and you're seeking wage replacement permanent partial disability or total disability and you're having trouble getting your claim settled you need the law offices of dale wagner law on your side their knowledge and experience cuts through the red tape involving personal injury disability and workman's compensation claims let the dale wagner team fight for you to get the full benefits you deserve to learn more go to dalewagnerlaw.com that's dalewagnerlaw.com hey it's more the movie guy here from my friends at move fitness in everett 
Quick check-in. How are those New Year's resolutions going? Are you feeling the burn or still searching for the right fit? Well, you know, fear not because Move Fitness has your back. We get it. The struggle's real. But guess what? Move Fitness is more than just a gym. It's your ultimate fitness sanctuary. Their personal trainers will sculpt you into the best version of yourself. Cardio sessions that'll leave you breathless. A refreshing swim, a game of pickleball, and finish it all off with a relaxing steam and sauna. And of course, the gym is spotless and clean. So say goodbye to excuses and hello to results. To learn more and to get your free seven-day trial membership, go to MoveFitness.com. That's MoveFitness.com. Move Fitness, where resolutions become revolutions. Whether you're talking about a building or a sports team, the foundation has to be strong. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit Ready Mix have been a big part of so many strong foundations across the community, and they're not going anywhere. Concrete, sealants, aggregates, and so much more, supplying the best contractors around. Servicing the community for over four decades, Smoky Point Concrete believes in building teams and communities the old-fashioned way, the same way that has served us all for so many years. Proud to support local sports, Smoky Point Concrete. KRKO Everett. Take the KRKO Challenge. Listen for an hour and see if you can stop yourself from singing along. KRKO. Welcome back to the pit at Everett High School. Tom Lafferty along with Joel Boyer and Steve Willits. Tornado Ted Beener is adding up the stats here this evening. And we're going to hear from Steve down on the floor. I think we're going to write back down. We're ready. Let's go. All right. We've got the principal of Everett High School, Kelly Shepard, with us right now. Fun halftime going on here, Kelly. We should ask you, doubleheader today between Everett and Arlington. The fans are packed here. Kind of a fun atmosphere. It's a great atmosphere. Love being in the pit and uh, supporting our athletics. Tell us about the pit a little bit, too. Just I'm watching your student body here. It doesn't matter win or lose. They seem to be having a great time. Good energy, positive energy. Fun group to work with this year. It's an awesome group of leaders, um, all kinds of walks of life in our clubs, and they showed up tonight. It's neon night, and they're bringing games out to inspire the crowd. During the boys game, we did a Coaches for Cancer and raised a ton of money to support a cancer organization. Very nice. I should ask you, neon night, but you're not wearing neon. Because I love EHS, <laughs> which is my shirt. You can't see it on the radio. She's got her I love EHS shirt. I did want to ask you, too. I'm looking, and one person who I didn't recognize when I walked in tonight, Sammy the Seagull. He, he got a little bit of a, a facelift this week. So for over 20 years, our second Sammy the Seagull has supported our crowds, pumped them up, and brought the energy. And this year... He was tired, and, and we brought in his replacement, and uh, last week we retired him, and we have our new Sammy the Seagull. So now did you unveil him at a basketball game or at an assembly, or when was he announced to the crowd or introduced to everybody? We first unveiled him at a boys' basketball game on Friday night against Cascade at Bruegelfest, and then re-announced re, uh, him at our pep assembly on Thursday. And did I see the photographs correctly? There were multiple Sammys, so the second Sammy kind of pass the baton if you will to the third sammy correct the second sammy sent it to the third sammy well and tell us a little bit about uh, the season so far this year obviously girls having a little bit of a struggle right now but they've had a really nice season thus far daryl again doing a nice job with them and of course bobby thompson doing what he usually does coach mack and coach thompson um, inspire young people to be great human beings and do it on the court Tonight's a rough night, but I, they're going to come out strong in the second half. And we should ask, too, other sports going on, too, right now. So a uh, good season all around for the, the winter sports season? Yeah, our girls and boys wrestling. Last night our boys wrestling had a great match and won against Stanwood. Our girls wrestling are getting ready to qualify for districts. 
uh, our bowling team qualified for state, and we'll be there next weekend. So we're super excited about our winter athletics. Great time to be a Seagull. Good time. Go goals. <laughs> thanks, Kelly. Appreciate you. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Steve, along with Kelly Shepard, the uh, I was going to say the head coach, but no, she's the principal here at Everett High School. Our halftime brought to you by Move Fitness, modern, clean, spacious. Join Move Fitness today in the Silver Lake Shopping Center and by Shop Tire Pros. We help you enjoy the drive. The Shop Tire Pros in Arlington, A1 Auto Service on Everett Mall Way, and Simmons Garage in Clinton. We will come back, take a look at the first half numbers and our score at the half. Arlington 36, Everett 18. Back with more at halftime right after this timeout. This January, drive change with Kia of Everett. Join us in supporting Harnish Helps, aiding youth in our community with every test drive. Partnering with Cocoon House and Coffee Oasis, we are tackling youth homelessness, providing hope and essential services. Last year, your support made a significant impact, and now we are aiming higher. Visit Kia of Everett and drive a new beginning for our youth. Together, let's steer towards hope and opportunity. Kia of Everett, your simple, easy, fun dealer. Be part of the change. Test drive today. Chuck Van Howling from Legacy West Insurance with Allstate is here to save the day and your hard-earned cash. And whether it's your trusty four wheels or your cozy abode, Chuck's team has the magic touch to make sure you're covered when life throws you a curveball. With Legacy West Insurance and Allstate, you can say goodbye to insurance confusion and hello to peace of mind. You're in good hands with Legacy West and Allstate on 112th Street in Everett and on Facebook. Ryan Berg here at the Shop of Arlington and Simmons Garage Tire Pros. We want you to love the drive. If your vehicle isn't allowing you to love the drive, it's time for us to talk. Whether it's big brands or small budget, we have you covered. From Michelin to Goodyear to Continental, General, Toyo, Cooper, Ironman, Hercules, you name it, we have the brand that fits both your car and your budget. Give us a call so we can fit the right tire to you. Look us up online at the Shop of Arlington. Wild Birds Unlimited, we bring people and nature together. It's sale season. Stop by your local Wild Birds Unlimited and see what's on sale. While you're there, join the email club and be the first to know about specials and flash sales. Save every day and keep your backyard friends happy. Wild Birds Unlimited on Evergreen Way in Everett. Wild Birds Unlimited. We bring people and nature together. And we welcome you back live to the pit at Everett High School, where it's a 36-18 score with the Arlington Eagles, the lead over the Everett Seagulls. And Tornado Ted Beener, I think, is ready, I hope, to give us some statistics on the first half. Here you go. Yeah, you want me to start with the home team or the visitors team? Yes. <laughs> okay, we'll go there. I will tell you, uh, the top scorer of the game right now is Samara Mora. She's got uh, a total of, of uh, 12 points at this point. She scored 10 in that first quarter, and she's the leading scorer in the entire game. For the rest of uh, Arlington, uh, Kira Reese has got a total of 7 points. Uh, Jersey Walker has got 9, and Katie Snow has got 8. Everybody else is scoreless at this point. For uh, Everett, we've got... Akira Shaw, he, she had that one three-pointer there in the first quarter for three points there. Um, Alana Washington, boy, she put up a lot of shots, but just finished up with nine points. She's the leading scorer for uh, the Everett Seagulls. May Washington, her sister, put up a lot of shots herself. She's got a total of four points, though, at this point. And Tatum Smith put up one basket. She's one for one. 
and uh, two points for that. So that's the 18 points for Everett, 36 for um, the Arlington Eagles. Shooting-wise, I'll start with Arlington again. We look at the halftime stats here. Uh, they uh, shot qu- rather well, 31 field goals in all, 12 of them from the three-point line. In fact, from the three-point line, they were 5 of 12. Not so good at the free-throw line, only 1 of 5 for the Everett Seagulls. Halftime stats put up 31 shots, made only 8. They were 1 for 6 from the three-point line and 3 for 5 from the free-throw line. So here we go, second half getting underway. Everett was very tardy coming in from the locker room. Down underneath it goes to Katie Snow. They're going to call her for an offensive foul, much to the delight of the Arlington faithful here on hand at the pit. But you got to got to admit, she kind of lowered the shoulder and yeah. displaced some room there. Gosh, you know, it it looked bad because it was a strong move. Honestly, I'm not so certain that was a foul, but maybe. Uh, obviously a lot of contact, but unfortunately for her didn't go on the other end may washington comes down and stops and pops and puts it in about a 12 footer it's 36 to 20 a 16 point lead dribble dive in down go and we're gonna have a travel call as may washington got knocked over no call on the foul there i thought there was more foul there than there was on the previous point <laughs> i i tend to agree with you <laughs> i don't sometimes i don't mind the no call when it's a a block charge kind of thing i feel that sometimes that there's yep. a tendency to call it where uh, not always doesn't always need to be but definitely a travel on that play if you're not going to call a block or a charge Laney Thompson in the corner. The ball's going to be knocked away. It's going to be grabbed by Arlington. Katie Snow with the steal. Up the floor to Reese. Goes in. Laying up. No good. Rebound grabbed down by Rachel Snow. Kick it back out to Morrow. Out between the circles. And she just puts up both palms and says, hey, let's just settle down. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. That's called senior leadership. <laughs> if you don't say senior leadership, I'm going to follow it up with senior leadership. <laughs> Addy Green now in the corner. Uh-oh. Morrow with the senior leadership. and senior leadership from the wing for three ball down it goes and it's a 19 point lead equaling arlington's biggest ball biggest bulge in this game 39 20 as we are just underway here in the second half of action air ball though in the corner by emily barton for everett but it's retrieved by the seagulls back up a shot goes up and in miley wugamgeg puts it up from about 12 feet away and it's 39 22 and Wukum Gid looks like she's a little gimpy right now. Not sure if something happened in that first possession here or not, but but she kind of kind of gingerly coming down the court on that leg or ankle looks like. The shot worked. But sure yeah. did, sure did, absolutely. Great yeah. shot for her. And she's playing tough defense there on Addie Green. Here's Morrow, feeds it in the corner. No look pass to Green. The bucket in. That's that's an A1, D1 move right there. Yeah, and that's Samara Morrow at her finest. She can score, and you have to respect that first and foremost, but she's very unselfish, willing to get out of the way and, and pass to teammates. Yeah, now Wugum Gag, she is, she is hurt, and she will go to the end of the bench and off the end of the floor. She is, we, we heard when we were setting up that she had been on crutches earlier today, and then Coach Daryl McNeil told Steve, yeah, she's fine. Well, she's not fine. <laughs> and she made it to uh, two and a half quarters, and then that's it, I think, because she went off and she uh, – there's a training station around the corner that's out of our yep. purview here. Yep. Here's a little runner up, no good. Put back up, no good. Third time's a charm. We had a miss by Espinoza, and the make that time I think was Alana. Or was yep, it? Yep, it, yeah, it was. It was May, Alana. May missed it, went over the other side of the hoop. Right. Sister got it, put it up there. 
Here's Reese going down to the baseline. Puts it up too hard. No good. Rebound grabbed down by Barton for Seagulls. Here comes Everett. Out of backcourt. Cross-court pass to the near side. It goes to Espinoza. Goes into the lane. Gets fouled on the way up. Boy, Joe gonna... Marsh didn't like that call. Yeah, and to be honest, it's... It... I actually thought Kira Reese might have been clean on that. That's her third foul. She's frustrated going to the bench right here. Regardless whether there was contact or not, I feel like they're, they've kind of let some things go. They've had some interesting right. swallowing the whistles and then blowing the whistles. And really, as coaches, I'll tell you, it's it's really all about consistency. Yep. If you're not going to call it here, don't call it there. If you're going to call it here, make sure you call it there as well. Just that consistency of it. It kind of feels like things have changed up a little bit from the first half to the second half in this first three minutes. Uh, but maybe that's just kind of getting into the flow of it again, even for these officials, because there's a lot of movement up and down the court. Next free throw miss there by Espinosa. 41-25 to score. Big lead for Arlington. Rachel Snow back to the basket. Swings it out to Morrow. Shoots a three. Hits a three. She buried that one, and it's 44-25, a 19-point lead for the Eagles. She's got 18 points in this ball game. Yeah, it looks like Alana right there. They called her for a carry. You don't yeah. often see it, but she has the ability, and she's talented that she can kind of does that hesitation dribble up top, but unfortunately she got her hand under the ball between dribbles, which is an absolute carry. Of course, there's some people, if you they travel every time. Thanks, Grandpa. <laughs> Here's a corner. I thought maybe Marl was going up with it. She's got changing direction with it. Swings it out to the top of the key to Addie Green. Green starts to dribble down the left-hand side, down to Morrow. She will shoot an outside NBA three that won't go, but Green grabs the rebound. Reload here for Arlington. Morrow has it again out between the circles. A fresh 30 on the shot clock. 4.28 to go in the third quarter. A 44-25 lead for the Eagles. They're still working the basketball in no real hurry. Down to 15 on the shot clock now. Jersey Walker has it. Morrow. That will not go. It was a long outside three. Battle for the rebound. Who's got it? Tie up on the floor. Got three bodies down there. Jump ball is going to be the call. So the alternating possession goes the other way. It'll be Everett Seagull basketball. Well, and hopefully she's good, but Wugum gig, my Wugum gig for the Seagulls is coming oh. back in the game. Uh, hopefully just a need to get retaped or something like that maybe. Um, definitely want to see the best, best players on the court. Yep. Uh, for both teams, you want to see the best versus the best always. So here's the hoping she can make it through the rest of this game. Wilgum Gay gives it off. She gets it back. Looks at a three. Doesn't take it. To bounce pass underneath. It's going to be off of the fingertips of Laney Thompson. Couldn't control it, but they can say last touch by Arlington. So it'll be Everett basketball in front court to our left. They're in the home white uniforms. Navy blue numbers, gold trim. Wilgum Gay on the inbounds. Comes in from Atlanta, Washington. Out between the circles, still on the dribble, the right hand. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Feed it to the baseline there to May Washington. Got bodies on the floor down there. Four seconds to go. Three to shoot. And that is, they don't know. Well, I guess they're not going to call it. You can hardly hear the horn here in the pit. I thought maybe it was too late, but they say if the ball went out of bounds, it will be Arlington basketball. So all in all, it works out. Yeah, it was one of those things, like you said, like I was listening for it, listening for it. I, I, could, I, I heard it after the fact, but I was like, man, that was a hard buzzer to hear for that 30-second shot clock. And Jersey Walker just kind of went after that rebound, just decided to let it go out of bounds. But you kind of almost did the cardinal sin of don't get too close to the ball because one of the Washingtons, I'm sorry, I can't, I'm not sure which one, <laughs> came flying from behind and almost tipped it off her. 
Uh, but as it is, Siegel, or, uh, Eagles, excuse me, keep the keep possession. Morrow dribble drive to the baseline, hooks a pass to Katie Snow, backing down, backing down, double team, foul on the floor. She was double teamed, Katie was. And she kind of got bailed out a little bit there, Tom. I'm not saying the foul didn't occur, but right. it, it, she was about to get called for a travel if there hadn't been contact, kind of spinning a little bit out of control blindly into a double team. Uh, so it worked out for Katie Snow, but maybe not the thing to try in the future. Katie Snow gets it on the inbounds from Morrow. Morrow claps her hands like she got it. That's because she says, I'm going to get a steal, too. Oh, goodness gracious. This is uh, this is just a clinic right now by Samara Moore. I think it's her third time stealing the inbounds after a made bucket for oh, her team. Then she missed the lay-in, but another rebound by Katie Snow. Back out to the top of the key. Jersey Walker, three. Oh, oh boy. That's a five-point possession, Tom. They're already up enough, but as it is, now they're... Now it's going to be a timeout by Coach Daryl McNeil. That is a 24-point lead for the Arlington Eagles. We'll step out with 2.52 to go in the third quarter. Stay with us. High School Basketball on KRKO. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842. The law offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-0842. Today's game brought to you by Chevrolet of Everett. Chevrolet of Everett is a proud sponsor of high school sports and prep sports weekly. Chevrolet of Everett, a better experience. And Ted's halftime stats were brought to you by the buzz in steakhouse if you look for a great deal and a great meal head to the buzz in steakhouse enjoy their signature breakfast monday through friday till 10 30 12 locations to serve you including right here in downtown everett right down there down there and then turn right and that's where you'll be pretty much anywhere in so much county if you go down and turn right you'll find a buzz in feels like <laughs> uh, i know a few yeah get to a town and turn right there you go here we go Everett basketball, they called the timeout, down by 24 points. Dribbling in, putting it up with the right hand, it won't go. Missed by Atlanta Washington. The ball went out of bounds, last touch by Everett. It'll be Arlington basketball. We'll have Ted add up Samara Morrow, what she has so far, because she's kind of filled it up here, looks like 18 points. A couple of three balls here in this quarter at 12 at the half. I can do the math. That's pretty good math right there. It's not new math. That's old math. That's that's old. Add them up to 3 plus 3 plus 12. Here going in. There's a shot blocked. Blocked out of there by May Washington. Crumpling to the floor there was Rachel Snow. But they triple teamed the ball in backcourt. And then finally they'll get it out of backcourt and bring it up. Ukumgay shuttles the pass down, laying up good. Well, Tatum Smith gets the bucket. I don't know how that worked, but it did. Well, I don't think you want to try that, that version of that again. <laughs> no. But it's going to work the one time and probably only one time. Underneath it goes to Walker as the ball tipped away, I believe, by May Washington. And she has it in the backcourt, and she's double-teamed. And we're going to have a foul called. Washington felt, I tell you what, May Washington spent more time on the floor tonight. She, she's tall and long, but not a lot of meat on the bone. She's no. probably feeling that. Well, she's need, rubbing her elbow. Might like, need an ice bath later tonight, I'm guessing. Ouch. So they're going to. Jersey Walker just picked up her third personal foul and the third team foul here of the quarter. And we brought Kira Reese off the bench. She already has three fouls and almost picked up her fourth right there, Tom, reaching in kind of without much plan or purpose. 
Wugum Gay goes in, a little runner who's going to be an air ball, no good. Reverse laying off the rebound up and in by Atlanta Washington. Grab the offensive rebound off the miss by Wugum Gay, put it up and in. It makes it a 20 point ball game, 49 29. Minute and a half to play here in the third quarter. Here's Morrow goes in, puts it off the window, too hard, no good. She crumples to the floor. Foul called. She'll have to earn it at the free throw line. Yeah, and you kind of felt Samara Moore, as she was going down the court, she actually went over to to one of the referees and was kind of talking to him, and Alana Washington put a little more pressure on there trying to see if she couldn't pick something up. But in a way, Morrow says, uh, just try to let him know whatever that was, and went all the way by herself, hesitate, reverse, hesitate, all the way in, get that foul called. Free throw, first one is good. And the foul is going to be on Bella Nguyen, her third personal foul. And the second team foul. First free throw was good. And so Samara Morrow will get one more. She kind of went hard to the floor, too, was rubbing her right elbow. Riaz Kanji came in, the official, and says, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. And she hits both free throws. 51-29. She's got 20 points in the ball game. Dribble drive in. Wugum Gay puts it up too hard. No good. Who's got the rebound? It's going to be grabbed by Washington. And then the corner to Laney Thompson. Cross car pass to Wugum Gay. Starts to dribble, turn, spin, puts it up. I thought she got fouled, but the putback shot no good by Washington. And then she did get fouled. <laughs> We're going to have a uh, foul whistled here. We're going to have Alana Washington at the free throw line. The foul is on Kari DeBerry, her second personal foul. First free throw is up and good for Alana. And she will get another. Minute 12 to play in the third quarter on a Friday night at the corner of 25th and Wetmore. Kind of feels like... Uh... It feels like Everett's been making a push these last couple minutes and, and really kind of things are going their way a little bit. And yet, 21 still, points. Still, still down 21. Yeah. I kind of looked up thinking, oh, maybe this is going to be cut down less, but not enough. Next free throw good by Alana Washington. So the lead is exactly 20 at 51-31. Kara Reese out of backcourt. Brings it up the floor to Barry. Over to Morrow at the left elbow. 2-3 zone by the Seagulls again now. They put that full court pressure on just a minute ago. but She's looking for a screen, gets it from Reese. There's a three on the way. It's going to be an air ball offline right, no good. DeBerry with the miss, kept alive by Everett, grabbed by Wugumgang, and a reach-in foul is going to be called. And I think it's going to be Reese if he puts up. Nope. No, I think he's going to get Tatum Carbajal on that one. Yeah, yeah she will get it. Reese was kind of going, oh, I hope it's not on me. Well, I hope it's not on me. And, you know, it's kind of kind of lost from back in the day when, you know, back in the old, old days, Grandpa, oh, Grandpa, yeah. where they, they'd have to raise their hand for the foul. Remember those days? You, you can't, you can't, well, I've only heard about them and seen <laughs> oh, them on TV. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. But you you yeah, kind of yeah, want, yeah. want Tatum Carball right there be that old school, that old soul to put her hand up. Yeah, that was on me, ref. Yeah, call, call me ref, not my, yep. my teammate Kira Reese who already has three. We don't want her getting four. Coach Joe Marsh is probably doing the same thing. Tatum, put your hand up. Put your hand up. 48.7 seconds to go. And next free throw rattles out. No good. 51-32. So one was good. One was not. And the rebound grabbed by, by Samara Morrow, who puts up a right elbow to give herself some space as she was guarded there by May Washington. Bounce pass underneath. of Almost. Stolen away, but Arlington retains and retrieves it. Down to 12 to shoot. Morrow will. Misses it. Too long, no good. Rebound by May Washington. Dribbled out of backcourt. Shot clock is dead. 22 seconds to go in the quarter. 
Down to one knee goes May. Goes over to the left-hand side to Laney Thompson. Turns, shoots, fires, misses, no good. Rebound grabbed down by Smith. Back out, top side for a three by Wilgumgate. That won't go. And Reese grabs the rebound for Arlington. Splits the defender. She goes hard to the floor on the logo. Over to the left-hand side with three seconds to go. Shot on the way that won't go. It's going to be a miss by Carbajal. And this quarter will wind to a close. And let's just keep it right here, Steve. Can we keep it right here during this timeout? Hey, if you want to, uh, we let's can give it, it a try. I haven't, I haven't got up and prepped yet, but let's go talk to some of these fans here. Matter of fact, I'm going to surprise Avery Thompson here right now. ASB President Avery Thompson right here with us with the fan base. And tell me what it's like to be here in the pit with all these fans right now. You guys, even though the team's losing, you're having some fun. Uh, it's, it's always for the girls. It's always for Everett. It's always for the student section. It's, it's, just, it's nothing, nothing major. That's all it is. Now, we don't see this from all the other schools that we go to. What is it about Everett that makes it so different and unique and special? There's just a beautiful culture of loving each other, loving our, our team. I don't know, loving all of us together. And we should point out Avery's sister, Laney, playing right now. Dad, Bobby's the coach of the team here, too. So you got basketball in the blood, but regardless, you guys are having a good time. Always, always. Thank you. Hey, we got Isaiah White here, the all-time leading scorer in the house. Uh, Isaiah out here supporting the girls. What does it mean to give support back when you're not playing? Uh, you know, just they give us a lot of support, so we got to give it back to them. It's good energy, so. And let's talk to some of these other fans. We have Neon Night here tonight. Who's got the most Neon here right now? Let's talk to some of the girls. Okay, so tell me about some of the theme nights you guys have had this year. Um, we've had a lot, but I haven't been here for a lot of them, actually. Um, tonight, I'm endeavoring in neon night. So you can see I'm really good at it. Peep the shoes. I know you can't see it up there, but see the shoes. Um, we also had dress as your type. We also had, guys, what did we have? What did we Any have? other theme nights this year? Theme, theme nights. What else have we had? Oh, up in the clouds. There, there we go. They're having fun down here, Tom. Back up to you. Okay, thanks very much, Steve. You may get lost over there in that uh, student section. Hopefully Steve can make his way out. <laughs> yeah. If we lose him, he was a good man. Steve, Steve, Steve went in, he never, he came, never out. came out. No. So we're going to have a uh, foul called here. It's going to be on yeah. Atlanta, Washington. An offensive foul right there. Went a little too aggressive getting into the lane. I think it was uh, I think it was Addie Green that wore that. She's looking like, I don't know if it's a yeah. bloody nose or bloody lip, but it looks like she's okay. She says, I'm, I'm good to go. Leave me in. So inbounds here. Ball went out of bounds again. Full court man-to-man pressure by the Seagulls here. Arlington will throw it in from the far sideline. We're in the fourth quarter now. Long inbounds pass down the floor. Katie Snow goes in. I thought she traveled. Goes in for the lay-in. That will miss. No good. Wukumgay grabs the rebound. Shuttles the pass over. you got to be heads up when Wukumgay has it. We're going to have a timeout called, or we're going to? No, we got it. Addie Green did have some yeah. blood that she's still got got some blood they're dealing with, so blow the play dead immediately. Everett's going to retain possession out here. Yeah, so she will go to the bench and be attended two and then on the inbounds it goes down the baseline little runner that's going to be a miss no good by tatum smith and up the floor here comes samara morrow grabs the rebound for the arlington eagles out of backcourt they come morrow into front court moving to our right in the navy blue uniform whistle away from the basketball and now the two officials are meeting here right in front of the arlington bench down to our right we're on the mezzanine level here so one floor up. What do you think? I think they're figuring out. The shot clock says four. I don't feel like it should be at four. No. No, it didn't get reset. So. No, no. There we go. It looks like 24 is what 
What official Ryan Taylor and Rajiv Khan, Kanji figured out right there. So inbounds here for the Arlington Eagles with 21 now on the shot clock. Morrow has it with 20 points. Reese shoots a three. No, it won't go. Rattles off. No good. Rebound down by Katie Snow. Back up. That one won't go. This time the rebound grabbed by Atlanta Washington. Gives it off to Sister May. Back to Atlanta. They'll bring it out of backcourt. The point guard, Miley Wugumgeg, will bring it across the logo behind the back dribble as she crosses into front court. To the left-hand side it goes. Tatum Smith looked at a three, but here's a two from the left corner. About a 16-footer up and in for Atlanta Washington. It's 51-34. Now Morrow into front court. Gets double teamed by the Washington sisters. Stepped on the out-of-bounds line. But we're going to have a timeout called, I think. Yeah, we're going to have a timeout called. That's heads-up coaching right there. Well, like you said, you don't always love it when they can call that timeout from from the coach's box. But So we will, we will step out here with a one-minute timeout. 51-34. Arlington leading Everett. Back with more after this. Are you tired of long hospital stays and slow recoveries? Everett Bone and Joint, part of ProLiance Surgeons, offers a better way. Our state-of-the-art ambulatory surgery center provides faster healing times and better outcomes with a personalized approach to care and the latest technology at our disposal. We can get you in and out of surgery quickly and safely. Don't let the surgery slow you down. Visit us online at ebjproliancesurgeons.com to learn more about our ambulatory surgery center and schedule a consultation today. Knows that I... So Steve's on the air. Steve, you want to go in the crowd again? Oh, I liked it. We could. I mean, we've got plenty of the, the cheerleaders were having fun over here. Like I said, the fan base is here. You already mentioned that we got a little who's who of everybody. Eric Hines is in the house, the athletic director here. Eric, Eric how's the night going so far for you? Oh, I'm doing great, man. It's a good crowd. Student sections are lively. You're seeing some great basketball. And the the kids, now that we were talking to them a minute ago, not only are they spirited, but well-behaved too, right? They, they are well-behaved. we got good kids. Here we go. Back up to you guys. It's Willits that's not well-behaved. That's the that's, that's the thing. That's the wild card down there is Willits, <laughs> always. Foul on the inbounds here as Kara Reese had it. I think they're going to get Alana Washington. I believe so. Yeah, with her third. Yep. And the second team foul of this fourth and final quarter. Inbounds to Reese. Starts to dribble, goes in, splits the defense, goes in, laying up no good. Foul on the way in, and Kira Reese will go to the free throw line. And that might have, we'll see who they get, but it might have been a lot of Washington. Nope, nope, they're going to leave her alone. They're going to give, looks like that Tatum, uh, Tatum Smith's going to pick up the foul right there. Could have been a lot of Washington's fourth, yeah. but yeah, good piece of refereeing right there, keeping the star players in the game maybe. Kira Reese at the free throw line. First free throw, good. Our game brought to you by Kia Vever, the home of simple, easy, fun car buying, whether in person or online at kiavever.com. You'll know you picked the right place. Kia of Everett, your simple, easy, fun dealer. Next free throw is up, and it is good. And it's 53-34, 19-point lead for Everett. Oh, excuse me, for Arlington. Everett with the basketball into front court they come. And they'll whistle this one on Kiara Reese. That's her fourth personal foul. And I think they will make a change, and it will be Kaylee Anderson checks in for Arlington. This game's pretty much gotten to the we-can't-get-there-from-here stage. Inbounds. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a pretty uh, heroic effort to get this even down to single digits, I think, Tom. 
Beautiful drive to the baseline. Then pulling up and then going up with a shot. No good. But Atlanta, Washington. And then a foul off the rebound. Kaylee Anderson ended up on the floor. But the foul is going to be on Everett. And it's going to be on Selena Espinoza. That'll be her second personal foul. Fourth team foul. And Joe Marsh was up asking Eric Ifland if that was the right number of fouls. Four or five right there, yeah. So it was four, so no shots yet. Will be five. That's a new rule here in 2024. So Arlington with the basketball, leading it 53-34. to Ball knocked out of bounds as Arlington got into the front court. The trick for Arlington will be, can they pass Meadowdale? But Meadowdale beat Arlington. That may be the one factor that won't let them get into that number one RPI spot in the district. Yeah, and uh, even if you're the number, if you view the two seed, that's all right. You know, take care of your own business. Take care of their business, and you're going to see each other in in that uh, district championship game. Uh, But like we've said, there's there's a number of other teams that they're going to have to roll through both squads. Uh, even if they are the one in the two seeds, Tom, they have to roll through a lot of different teams to be able to get to that point. And all the teams that they're going to see are much improved. That's, Absolutely. That's the difference in the Western Conference, the way it's been a few years. You only see everybody once. You see everybody once, and like we talked about in an earlier broadcast, it used to be coming out of Christmas break is when you started league play. Right. Now, uh, like I referenced, I think it was Arlington, uh, excuse me, Everett and Snohomish who are the – the three and the four teams, I believe, in 3A in the conference, they played each other the second game of the season right. back in uh, December 2nd, I believe it was. So you just all of a sudden have teams that maybe haven't fully found their legs yet, their rotation figured out. And so you're going to see teams much, much improved here at the end of the season. A couple of shots here by Alana Washington, none of which will go when she gets fouled and she'll go to the free throw line for the Seagulls. 5.25 to play in the game, 53-34 the score. Katie Snow picked up a foul on the offensive end for Arlington. On the defensive end for Arlington, Samara Morrow picks up only her first personal foul. And the first free throw no good for Atlanta Washington. And she will get another. Next free throw rims off no good. And Kara Reese grabs the rebound. Give it to Jersey Walker. Brings it out of backcourt. Puts up the right elbow. They're going to call the offensive foul. Yeah, she put up the elbow. Maybe a little bit of of a flop there. I'm not sure. So they're going to they're going to call Jersey Walker. Yeah. For the foul, the yep, offensive yep, foul, for a pushing off foul, and then they're uh, looks like they're giving a bench warning. So they. Well, the, as Joe Marsh got up off the bench, didn't like the call, which is fine, but they didn't give him a technical foul. They did. He got up and demonstrably disagreed with the uh, call by the official. And so it looks like, a warning. It looks like they're actually going to say it was it was Coach Marsh's brother that had uh, oh. his arms went up, and they said that's a demonstrative uh, reaction. Um, which I'm guessing is probably a a point of emphasis this year, judging by the quickness of that. Yeah. Here's a travel here. It's going to be a travel on Atlanta, Washington. So no bucket here for the Seagulls. The ball never lies. (laughs) And I, I, 
Walker had picked up her fourth. Jersey Walker picked up her fourth personal foul. She's still out there. Yep. And you kind of want, yes, she had that offensive foul and didn't like being called for it, but we've seen her have a pretty cool head regardless and be able to kind of have a short, quick memory. Turnaround three on the way, offline, no good. A miss there by Kaylee Anderson, and the rebound controlled. Out of backcourt comes May Washington. Changes direction, pull-up jumper from 16 that won't go. Kira Reese grabs the rebound, give it up to Morrow. Down to four and a half minutes of play in the game. The lead is still at 19 points. 50, we've been stuck here at 53-34 area for a while. Out on the dribble is Anderson. Changes direction, goes in, laying up, no good. Blocking foul is going to be called, and Kaylee Anderson will go to the free throw line. You know, it sure felt like she was getting a lot of handsy ball pressure from uh, from Alana Washington. Kind of felt about every two seconds, Alana put her hand out there, riding her hip and kind of riding her a little bit. Looks like they're not going to get Washington for that. They're going to get uh, Laney Thompson, I think, for the yep. block. Uh, but just kind of feels like there's a lot of, a lot of chippiness in this matchup. Free throw, no good. She'll get another. She's got a bends up the waist. I can't believe I missed that one. And she will get another. But Kaylee Anderson's played a lot of minutes in this game. Clearly a freshman that Coach Marsh trusts even this late in the season against a, a, a tough opponent in the Seagulls. Next free throw, no good as well. He probably doesn't like her missing two free throws. Well, I didn't say he loved all the things she does. It's just that he trusts her maybe. <laughs> Here's a little double pump fake, and the ball's knocked out of bounds. May Washington will throw it in at the baseline. She missed the shot as it was blocked. Coming up on four minutes to play in the basketball game. A whistle as the ball is being inbounded. Riaz Kanji will have a call from way out topside. And they're going to get this one on Katie Snow. And so that will put Atlanta Washington at the free throw line. We're back with you next Thursday night. We'll be at Arlington High School. Coach Daryl Olson will join me. Arlington Eagles and the Monroe Bearcats. Haven't seen Monroe yet this year. And that's the last regular season game. And then we head into the district tournament. Next free throw good. 53-36 the score. Arlington, little runner that won't go. It's going to be a miss by Kaylee Anderson. Rebound controlled by Alana Washington. Up the floor it goes. Back to Washington. Lay it up and good. Nice pass there from Laney Thompson to Washington. It's 53-38. little full-court pressure there. As May Washington came out of there with the basketball, but I think we had a whistle first. And this is going to be called on Kiera Reese, I believe. Yep. And that's her fifth personal foul. She's fouled out of the ballgame. And Joe Marsh will replace her in the lineup, but he wants to get a couple of words with Ryan Taylor as well. Yep. One right there. Yep. Well, well, you don't love that. Well, Joe Marsh just brought two starters back into the game. So it's not as if you, were, you weren't working with a full team already. Well, you've got now a 14-point ball game. It was 21 at one point. So they've pulled Everett has to within 14. It could be 13 here with this next free throw. And it is not. It's going to be a miss. A miss by May Washington, and Arlington will bring it out of backcourt. Jersey Walker. It goes to Rachel Snow. Bounce pass to Morrow up by the logo. 19 to shoot. Way up by the center line. Morrow on the dribble. 
being guarded there by Espinoza. Swing a pass down to Walker. Has the ball knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Walker. Good defense there by Everett. Yeah, actually, I thought that ball might have gone off of one of the Washingtons right there. Yeah. But, uh, no, Everett ball. They will inbound it here. Everett basketball down by 14 points with three and a half minutes to play in the game. As May Washington brings it into front court, double team there, foul called. And I think Samara Morrow may be the guilty party here. Yep. And for Morrow, that's just her second personal foul. And, you know, the hard thing with that is I know uh, I know the Arlington bench is not appreciative of these late foul calls. I, 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 I really think all of them have been fouls. Yeah. I'm actually yep. in agreement with that. If anything, I've actually felt like refing has kind of gotten a little loose here, and they're kind of letting some things go along the way, which is fine as long as it stays consistent, of course. Right. We talked about that. But I don't think any of these uh, any of these calls that have been had aren't fouls. I think Samara absolutely reached in and got some arm there. First free throw good, second free throw good by May Washington. Timeout called by Daryl McNeil of the Everett Seagulls, and we step out with 3.17 to go in regulation time. The lead is now a dozen, 53-41 in favor of Arlington. Back with more from Everett after this timeout. Reinberg here, the owner of the Shop of Arlington Tire Pros, A1 Auto Service, and Simmons Garage. The cold and rainy season is here. Are you ready? From tires to transmissions, oil changes to engines, we are here to help you. Our skilled technicians are prepared to tackle any automotive challenge, ensuring your safety and comfort on the road. Don't let the weather catch you off guard. Visit the Shop of Arlington Tire Pros today and drive with confidence this season. Quality service you can trust. Find us at 315 Northwest Avenue in Arlington or online at theshopofarlington.com. The other big game going on tonight in Wesco 4A Boys, kind of a revenge game as Glacier Peak is meeting Jackson over at Glacier Peak High School. It was a it was a fight the last uh, literally just about oh, a yeah. fight the last time they played with Jackson getting the win. Well, not so much tonight. With about a minute and a half to go in that game, Glacier Peak leads at 68-32 over the oh. Uh, we, revenge is a oh is a dish best served cold. I I think I would have not necessarily surprised at the outcome, but surprised at that score. Right, massively surprised at that score. Yeah. But what's going on with Jackson? You might want to wonder. They just had a tough loss to Kamiak. Yep. Earlier, Kamiak's a pretty good team. They are. They are. They're losing a GP is. We're gonna have a foul call. It's coming into front court. There was Akira Shaw. No, excuse me. It was Rachel Snow, and she got hit from behind. And the foul is going to be called on Everett. It's going to be on Selena Espinoza, her third personal. Both teams at five team fouls, so we're at two shots the rest of the way. And you know, Tom, we were talking, Joe Marsh in that pregame talked about how he's bringing Jersey Walker off the bench and just how valuable that is for their team. You have Kira Reese, one of your one of your top three scorers uh, and starters, foul out. Well, you have six starters, essentially, when you have Walker right. coming off the bench, so... You're fine when you have those other five in the game still. Going down is Espinosa. She's flat on her rear end. She gets a pass off to Thompson, shoots a three that won't go. Offside rebound grabbed by Jersey Walker. She'll bring it out of backcourt. Up the floor now, give it off to Morrow, off by the logo. 2.50 to play. Beverett's got to run it. They've got just about enough time to make one, one run here, but... Arlington's just going to play around with the basketball here for a while. Morrow has it down to 12 to shoot. Dribble in, kick it back out. Off to the top of the key to Addie Green. Seven to shoot. Green goes into the paint and gets bailed out with five seconds on the shot clock and gets fouled. 
That could not have gone better for Arlington. No, no. Take 25 seconds off, go to the free throw line. Yep. And that'll... That 14-point lead when you can score with this clock stopped. Arlington wants this clock to run as much as it can, obviously, but taking 25 seconds off, that first free throw is good right there for Addie Green. Yep. Uh, this is not uh, Valiant. Valiant getting back this into kind of those mid-teens right there when it was up to 21, I think is what it was for the yep. deficit for the Seagulls, but I just think it's going to be too little too late. Next free throw, no good. Battle for the rebound. It's one there by Green. She gets her own offensive rebound way over in the corner. A couple of Ever players went down in a heap. Everybody's back up. Morrow's on the dribble. We're using some clock here again. They've already used 10 seconds. Dribbling it over the right-hand side. It goes to Rachel Snow. Puts it up with the left hand. The hook shot won't go. Battle for the rebound. She bottles her sister for it. And finally, Katie gets it. Swings it out to Jersey. Walker shoots a three. Rattles off no good. Push-off foul is going to be called. It's going to be whistled against Arlington. It'll be Everett basketball. Actually, we're going to shoot on the other end. And you're right there, Jersey Walker. They actually got a fresh 30. She pulled that with about 27 seconds left. Foul goes, we're going to the other end, but Coach Sean Marsh, uh, their lead assistant coach, uh, popped up off the bench and was talking to Jersey. You can see right there probably saying, hey, the clock winding and continuing to run is our friend. friend. (laughs) We got 26, pull it out. We can get that anytime we need it. So, uh, But great piece of coaching right there, just trying to extend things. Even though this is looking like it's going to be an Arlington victory, you still want to coach up the situational things that occur that are hard to get to mimic in practice. Right. Uh, but happening games like this. First free throw good. Second free throw good for Atlanta, Washington. 56-43. It's the lead is 13 points with two minutes to play in the game. So Joe Marsh has kept pretty much his starters that are still there out there. Morrow has it on the dribble right side. Guarded by Washington. May Washington. Morrow still on the dribble. Swings around the left-hand side. Give it off to Rachel Snow. Snow has it. Reach-in foul is going to be called. All the way down to 11 seconds on the shot clock. And Alana Washington picks up the foul, her fourth personal foul. Samara Morrow couldn't understand why they didn't call a foul for all that reaching in while she was dribbling. Rachel Snow, free throw line. First one, it's flat, but it just barely creeps over the front of the iron. It's good. 57-43, minute 47 to go. Next free throw is good. She is four for four from the free throw line. Here comes Everett with it. Out of backcourt, May Washington. Looking at it is Espinoza. Swing it over to May again. She will shoot an 18-footer. Swish, down it goes. It's a two for Washington. The lead is 12 with a minute and a half to go. May not be enough time. Let's then get a steal here, but not from Samara Morrow, you won't. Not when she dribbles to the baseline. Almost a steal. In fact, it is a steal. To be grabbed by Alana Washington out of backcourt. Dribbles it herself. Goes in. Step through. Euro step. Goes up. No good. Battle for the rebound. Won by Rachel Snow for the Arlington Eagles. And now we're going to have an injured player timeout here. Alana Washington got hit in the head. She says, no, I'm fine. you got to go out. She doesn't want to go out. But they... The official, when they blow the whistle, you're going to the bench. Yep. Yep, you have to no matter what. Or just grit your teeth and don't and pretend you're not hurt. Yeah, and there is that thing of, of officials are specially trained. And coach yep. is very, very, very important. Anything that's to the head, better safe than sorry. Uh, so great job right there blowing it dead. I know as a player you hate that for her, and she's very frustrated with that. But 
Better safe than sorry. There's bigger things to play for as the district tournament's looming. Down to a minute to play. Morrow still on the dribble now, and Everett's kind of backed off as they're working over to Jersey Walker at the left wing. Back out on top, three ball on the way. That's going to be a miss by Rachel Snow. Rebound grabbed down by Everett Espinosa, and a foul will be called coming out of backcourt. And, you know, these are situations where their Jersey Walkers in and just stiff denial. There's no way I got that. And you can see Coach Marsh. I heard him during his last time out. was really kind of getting into his team about playing defense without fouling. And I think he, when she looked over at him, he kind of gave the look right there saying, this is what I'm talking about. Yep. We have a 13-point a lead right now. They're going to shoot two free throws. They can score the clock stop. The importance of that for Everett, so paramount. Uh, but with only 44 seconds left, just turn the ball handler, give space, give space. Even if they hit a three, uh, just make them take time. Don't let them go to the free throw line right here. Espinosa at the free throw line. First one good. Second one is good as well. Katie Snow picked up her fourth personal foul. 44 seconds to go. It's Arlington basketball. Morrow in backcourt. The lead is 11 for the Eagles. And they'll slow things down again. Morrow has it. Lops a pass in the corner. They can bring this thing all the way down to about 13 seconds to go as they just play catch with it. Morrow does, and now in the corner it goes as they just work around the perimeter. Jersey Walker up fake for three, wasn't going to take that shot. Down to five to shoot. Morrow, step through, move, puts it up and swishes it through. I'm not so certain she didn't fall halfway through that move, Tom. Yeah. But then she was still able to score it because she's just talented. But right there, this is what we just talked about, and Coach Marsh is – well, if he had any more hair to lose, he would be tearing it out right now, I promise you. But he is just beside himself looking at a star player saying, why? 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 12.7 left. There's no need to gamble for that. Try to get that steal. And I think she's trying to plead her case. I didn't get the arm. And he's like, it doesn't matter. It looked like you got the arm. Absolutely. And the hard thing with this is, yes, is it going to impact the outcome of this game? No, that free throw right there by May Washington goes in. Now it's a 12-point lead for the Arlington Eagles. But right. that play, if you do that, in a couple weeks from now in a district game that could come back to haunt you. So you want to start to build healthy habits late in games, even though it's not going to matter in this one. Next free throw is good for May Washington. Down to 12.7 seconds ago. Inbounds here. Up the floor tomorrow. She will just dribble it out, I do believe. Dribbles to the baseline. Kick it back out. Everett won't foul. It'll be down to three, down to two, down to one. And this game will draw to a close. And the final score will be the Arlington Eagles 60 and the Everett Seagulls 49. So an 11-point win for the Arlington Eagles. We will talk with our player of the game when we come back on the postgame show. 60-49, Arlington over Everett. Back with the postgame show right here on KRKO. At Move Fitness, our gyms are designed to keep you moving. From our energetic and fun classes to our motivated trainers and our state-of-the-art equipment. Don't miss our massive cardio floor with every possible option and no waiting. There's a reason we've been voted best gym year after year. But our top priority as we come to work every day is you. Giving you the cleanest facilities, the most dedicated team in fitness, and the best overall gym experience. So isn't it time to join the movement? To learn more and to get a free 7-day trial, go to MoveFitness.com. That's MUVFitness.com. If you've been hurt on the job and suffered a personal injury and you're seeking wage replacement, permanent partial disability, or total disability, and you're having trouble getting your claim settled, you need the law offices of Dale Wagner Law on your side. Their knowledge and experience cuts through the red tape involving personal injury, disability, and workman's compensation claims. Let the Dale Wagner team fight for you to get the full benefits you deserve. To learn more, go to DaleWagnerLaw.com. That's DaleWagnerLaw.com. 
Com. I know it's hard to believe how expensive food has become. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that your neighborhood grocer doesn't want you to know. It's the Buzz In All Day Breakfast. Choose any piping hot cast iron breakfast skillet, the corned beef, tsunami, or Philly cheesesteak. A great deal on a great meal, $14.99. There's 12 locations, so get in the car and head to the Buzz In Steakhouse, where you get a lot for a little. And use that money you saved to do other things. At Marysville Toyota, there's a better way to buy your next car. It's called One. One price, one person, one hour. Our best upfront price is clearly posted on every vehicle. It takes all the guesswork out. We'll work with you from start to finish. No awkward handoff, no finance office. One person will work with you the entire time. And once you've selected what vehicle you want and how you want to pay for it, we'll do everything possible to get you on the road and on your way home in one hour. To experience the power of One, go to MarysvilleToyota.com. That's MarysvilleToyota.com. This is the best of Snohomish County Prep Basketball on KRKO. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. And we welcome you back live to the pit at Everett High School where tonight the Arlington Eagles get the win 60-49 over the Everett Seagulls. Time now to name our Marysville Toyota player of the game as Steve Willits is on the floor with our player of the game. Yeah, not a big surprise here. Samara Morrow is our player of the game and another outstanding game for her tonight. 22 points in the victory. And Samara, I've got to tell you, this is a game that you really needed. Obviously, all these teams kind of jockeying for seeding spots right now as districts are right around the corner crucial game for you guys to get tonight absolutely yeah tell us a little bit about that first half because we were talking to coach at halftime the first few minutes of the game it felt a little bit like it was all over the place there were lids on both baskets and then all of a sudden something just started to click for the arlington team what was it that started working so well i think we just realized that we need to get quality buckets like slow it down take our time or if they're not back sprint and push the pace we just had a pace issue i think i used the word selfless earlier it just looks like you're this team right now is just so in tune with trying to not worry about who's getting the points and making sure you get people open, maybe more so than I've seen even in the past. And we've always seen that from Arlington teams. What is it about this team that makes it so selfless? I think that we know that in the long run, we're going to need to get everybody involved and get every everybody confidence for us to be successful. So getting them in the game, getting them shots now, it's going to be really important. Last year, Jenna on this team, the big player down low, it just kind of felt like everything was running through her at, her at times. This year, it's kind of your team and some others. Does it feel different this year? Does this game have a kind of a different flow to it with without having that big presence down there and the fact that maybe you guys and some of the seniors can kind of put your own stamp on this team? I mean, I definitely think so. I think it's allowed for our team to play more together without having someone like Jenna. I mean, Jenna's amazing, but I think it's allowed for us to play more as a team because we know we can count on each other rather than one person. Talk a little bit about playing in this atmosphere tonight. A great crowd in the pit, not only from their fans, but your fans stuck around. Boys playing ahead of time and the boys staying around to support the girls. Both teams having great seasons again. Kind of fun to be a part of that Arlington uh, tradition. Um, it was really, really fun. I was really excited. I think it pumped me up a little bit for the game, too. No, definitely. Now, I know the GPA last time I checked was pretty high. Still doing really well in school? Yeah, 3.98. 3.98. I kind of thought it was in the 3.9 range, but I wanted to double-check that. So 3.98, you're a phenomenal basketball player. I, I know it's your senior year. Nothing committed yet, but are you starting to talk to schools a little bit? Yes, I am talking to schools currently, yeah. I don't want to pin you down because I know you've got a lot of schools you're looking at. What are you looking for in a school? What necessarily will uh, kind of be a factor for you? Um, well, first off, I want to play, but just something that's a good fit, like family-oriented, stuff like that. 
Let's get your coach over here for a second, too. Joe, if we can have you slide in here. Talk about Miss Morrow's game. I mean, obviously, we've seen her playing over the years and how great she is out here, but really kind of taking it to another level here her senior year. Uh, yes, and that's what you want out of seniors, right, to have a great senior year. Samara, again, you watch this. You see what she does. She does everything for us, okay? Um, <laughs> I worry about trying to get her out of the game once in a while so we can get her a break sometimes. But, listen, she does everything. She handles the ball for us. She plays great defense. She runs the show out there. She's had a phenomenal season so far. Uh, you know, and we're at, we are where we're at because of her leadership and how we're playing on the floor, and it's huge for us. So, yeah. One thing that I've noted that you do really well, and I don't think we ever really talk about it that much, and it, it kind of comes off of something you don't want, which is missed shots, but you get your own rebounds better than just about any player I've ever seen. Is that something you've been working on since you were little? Is it just kind of natural to you? Well, yeah, I feel like if I take a shot and I miss it, then I have to be the one to get the rebound then. It can't be anyone else. It has to be me. Coach, is it almost one of those things where she wants everybody to get out of the way and it's her ball? Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. She's a really good rebounder, you know, and we've done a really good job rebounding this year because our guards are rebounding. At the Snows, Samara's a really good rebounder. Jersey's a really good rebounder. Addie's a really good rebounder. So our guard position has given us a lot of better rebounding for a team that's not that big. Feels like not a big team, but a, a deep team. And you play eight or nine, ten players at a time sometimes. Kind of nice to get everybody involved. Absolutely. Yeah. Something you guys are enjoying. Well, yes. And our depth has been our strength for years. It's one of the things that we do. And we're trying to develop that towards the end of the season and lengthen that rotation a little bit. And maybe get some more break once in a while. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you guys are one game at a time, but are you starting to kind of look towards that district playoff? Because it's going to be a fun one, or at least fun for us to watch. So many good teams in Wesco right now. Yeah, totally. I'm really, I'm really scared. But I'm also excited <laughs> at the same time. I want to win. Coach, best time of year to be playing, right? Best time of the year. That's why we're trying to finish the season out strong, go in in the district tournament. Defending champs, we got we got some things to take care of. So we're looking forward to finishing this season strong next week and then getting ready for playoff time. We're excited. Well, congratulations to you both, Joe. Nice job as always. Great, thank you. Thank you guys for covering us again. I appreciate it. Samara, congratulations. We're going to have you st we'll stick around here for just a moment. We'll get a quick photo of you. Congratulations on another great game. I have a feeling we'll be talking to you uh, probably at some point here in February as well. I'm sure you will. All right, back to you guys. All right, thanks very much, Steve, along with Samara Morrow, our Marysville Toyota player of the game brought to you by marysville toyota one person one prize one hour experience the power of one at marysville toyota on smoky point boulevard all players of the game receive a sweatshirt provided by screen printing northwest we'll come back and take a look at the scores of other ball games we'll take a look at the numbers in this one as well final score arlington eagles 60 the everett seagulls 49 back with more from the pit at everett high school right after this timeout at Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Judd and Black's January sales event is going on now. Find savings throughout our five Western Washington showrooms, like up to 55% off induction cooking or refrigerators, 30% off laundry pairs, and while supplies last, dishwashers as low as $2.99, or a top freezer Whirlpool refrigerator, only $6.99. Shop top name brands like Frigidaire, KitchenAid, Gen Air, and Bosch. Plus, buy now, pay later with financing options on approved credit. No games, no gimmicks. Just great savings and exceptional service at Judd and Black, your hometown appliance store. 
Websites are an extremely powerful business tool that you may not be using to your full potential. Hi, I'm Todd Hudery, owner of Inquisitech, a web design and search optimization agency in Snohomish. And here's a tip for you. A lot of people say, our business is word of mouth. However, what if you could also have a sales tool that worked for you 24-7 and brought in qualified leads? Search leads are often highly qualified leads because they are people looking for a business that can solve their problem right now. At Inquisitech, we can help you grow your business with a website that makes it easy for your customers to find and connect with you. Get a free website analysis at snohomishwebdesign.com. It's Tim Hunter once again with my friend Cherie from Axis Roof and Gutter. Let's talk Roofing 101, Cherie. If I'm looking for a good roofing company, what are some of the questions I should be asking? You should look for how long has the company been in business? What type of products is this company using? I would like to see some examples of this company. So you should have some good pictures of some installs that they've previously done. Also, is there a service department that once I do get my new roof on, a few years down the road or five years down the road when I need a little moss cleaned off or things like that, you get to call the same company. It's good to know when you are looking out there to see that people do have a full service department. No one shops for roofs all the time. Maybe it's been years for you or maybe this is your first time. Get multiple bids, but be sure that one of them is from Axis Roof and Gutter. Visit AxisRoofandGutter.com. KRKO Everett. Take the KRKO Challenge. Listen for an hour and see if you can stop yourself from singing along. KRKO. Chuck Van Howling from Legacy West Insurance with Allstate is here to save the day and your hard-earned cash. And whether it's your trusty four wheels or your cozy abode, Chuck's team has the magic touch to make sure you're covered when life throws you a curveball. With Legacy West Insurance and Allstate, you can say goodbye to insurance confusion and hello to peace of mind. You're in good hands with Legacy West and Allstate on 112th Street in Everett and on Facebook. Game days are always better at Dave & Buster's in Linwood at the Elderwood Mall. Why? More screen on their 40-foot wow wall. That's why. That's because more TV inches, more food and drinks, more space and more fun make the game we all know and love more special. So celebrate your team with your squad. Enjoy the games and the good times with an unbelievable lineup of beer options. Now that is on point. Add more ding-ding-ding to your game day with more food and more screen at Dave & Buster's in Linwood. And online at davidbusters.com. Final score, the Arlington Eagles 60, the Everett Seagulls 49. Earlier, the boys' side, Arlington also got the win 66-57. It was a doubleheader, uh, girls, boys, boys, girls, doubleheader here at the pit tonight. And final score, the big grudge match between uh, Glacier Peak and Jackson. Not much of a grudge match. Glacier Peak 69, Jackson 36, the final my friends is a 33 point drubbing i have i have no words on that <laughs> almost doubled yeah so let's take a look at the um, scoring in this ball game let's take a look at it today's postgame stats brought to you by dave and busters it's your place to watch a game all the games dave and busters in their 40 foot wow wall dave and busters at the alderwood mall in linwood tornado ted beaner all right thank you i'm going to start off with the arlington eagles here and Kaylee Anderson was on the floor quite a bit, but, boy, she couldn't get anything to go through the hoop, so she ended up with no points on, on tonight's game. Rachel Snow uh, had four. She was four for four from the free throw line, so she had a total of uh, four points. Uh, Addie Green, uh, she had one bucket and one free throw for a total of three points there. Uh, Carrie DeBerry, she, 
uh, she just did not score tonight. She had a couple of three-point uh, efforts, but none of them went in. And then Samara Mora. Man, oh, man, was she lighting it up tonight. A grand total of 22 points. She had uh, uh, 10 at halftime, another 12 in the second half. Uh, just a fabulous night. You know, i got to be impressed. Uh, I haven't seen her play until tonight. Right. Uh, she's got to be heading for a D1 school somewhere with that kind of talent. Uh, she's not afraid to light, uh, throw it up from the outside, no doubt about that. Uh, Kiara Reese, uh, she had a total of nine points tonight. Jersey Walker had a dozen. And uh, Katie Snow, uh, she wrapped up with ten points. So that's a total of 60 points for the Arlington Eagles. Uh, for the Everett Seagulls, uh, Selena Espinoza, she scored all her points tonight from the free throw line, a total of three. Akira Shaw, she also had one three-pointer there in the first quarter for a total of three points. Um, Miley, Miley, and I'm going to butcher that last name. So Wugumgeg. Thank you. Wugumgeg. Thank you very much. Uh, she had a tough shooting night tonight. Um, one for two from the free throw line. The rest of them were from the floor. She ended up with a total of three points. Uh, Lanny Thompson. Uh, she had just one bucket tonight for a total of two points. Alana Washington, she had a lot of shots tonight, and she spent a lot of time at the free throw line. In fact, she was seven of, uh, looks like seven of 13 from the free throw line. She had a total of 21 points, leading the scoring for the Everett Seagulls. Uh, her sister, May, uh, she also spent a lot of time at the free throw line tonight. She was seven of, uh, of eight, very good at the free throw line. A couple of buckets from the... Um, uh, from the field for a total of 13 points. Tatum Smith had a couple of buckets, total of four points, and Emily Barton was in the game, missed a couple of three-pointers in the second and third quarter, ended up with no points. Total of 49 points for the Everett Seagulls. So looking at the statistics uh, overall, for the Arlington Eagles, they were 24 of 45 from the field, 8 of 25 from behind the arc, and 10 of 17 from the free-throw line. The Everett Seagulls, 15 of 55, or excuse me, 16 of 55 from the field. Not a good percentage tonight. I think Arlington Eagles defense was uh, was harassing them. And just one of nine from behind the three-point line. Very good at the free throw line, though, 19 of 26. So, again, our final score has Arlington Eagles 60 and the home team, Everett Seagulls, 49. Today's game brought to you by Judd Black Appliance. For more than 80 years, Judd Black has been your locally owned and family operated appliance store. Shopping there is just different. Your hometown appliance store online at juddblack.com. We'll come back and wrap it up from the pit at Everett High School. Again, the final score Arlington Eagles 60, Everett 49. Back to wrap it up from the pit right after this. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Ryan Berg here at the Shop of Arlington and Simmons Garage Tire Pros. We want you to love the drive. If your vehicle isn't allowing you to love the drive, it's time for us to talk. Whether it's big brands or small budget, we have you covered. From Michelin to Goodyear to Continental, General, Toyo, Cooper, Ironman, Hercules, you name it, we have the brand that fits both your car and your budget. Give us a call so we can fit the right tire to you. Look us up online at the Shop of Arlington. 
In Everett, your health is not just a priority, it's a community commitment. Welcome to Everett Bone and Joint ProLiance Surgeons, where excellence in care meets the heart of philanthropy. We're proud members of the ProLiance Surgeons Foundation, uniting medical professionals and community members to create lasting improvements in lives. Join us in this mission for a healthier, stronger community. Visit Everett Bone and Joint ProLiance Surgeons today and be part of the positive change. Learn more at ProLianceSurgeons.com. Healing lives, building a healthier tomorrow. Everett Bone and Joint ProLiance Surgeons. At Move Fitness, our gyms are designed to keep you moving. From our energetic and fun classes to our motivated trainers and our state-of-the-art equipment. Don't miss our massive cardio floor with every possible option and no waiting. There's a reason we've been voted best gym year after year. But our top priority as we come to work every day is you. Giving you the cleanest facilities, the most dedicated team in fitness, and the best overall gym experience. So isn't it time to join the movement? To learn more and to get a free 7-day trial, go to movefitness.com. That's muvfitness.com. For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund has been serving the greater Puget Sound area with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality based on customer satisfaction. Glass by Lund is also a big supporter of the local community and has been a longtime sponsor of West Coast High School Sports. So next time you're in need for a window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, tabletop glass, residential or commercial, why not call a place that has glass in their name? For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund. To schedule a free estimate, go to glassbylund.com. Whether you're talking about a building or a sports team, the foundation has to be strong. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit Ready Mix have been a big part of so many strong foundations across the community, and they're not going anywhere. Concrete, sealants, aggregates, and so much more, supplying the best contractors around. Servicing the community for over four decades, Smoky Point Concrete believes in building teams and communities the old-fashioned way, the same way that has served us all for so many years. Proud to support local sports, SmokyPointConcrete.com. And we welcome you back live past uh, Mike Krzyzewski. Uh, 60-49, the final. You'd be surprised, folks, how much talking we do. No, maybe you wouldn't with this group. No, no one's surprised that we talk off the air, Tom. Willits and Tornado Ted and Joel and myself. And so let's talk about this game as we wrap it up, gentlemen. And, Joel, we'll start with you. And let's talk about the fact that Everett really needed this ball game to stay and have any chance to stay within striking distance of that top four seeds, which gets to that first round bye. Yeah, and that definitely is something that you want to be a part of. We talked about, wait, there's more, you know, but to get in that bye, also getting into the double elimination part. Um, in a way, you kind of felt like Everett was, was a little bit exposed. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like. You know, shock of shocks, Joe Marsh did his homework and, and knew what to expect with the two different zones, with the 2-3 and the 1-3-1 one, one, and the, the, the full court uh, pressure that Everett put on early. Um, but that so much of that Samara Moro is just so confident. When you have a point guard like that, when you have your best player is also your primary ball handler, your, your point guard, the extension of the coach on the court, things just run a little smoother. And you could just tell, even when things weren't great for him, you still have her there. You can still breathe easy knowing she's going to be the calming presence uh, for those other ones, and let those other talented, the Jersey Walkers, Kira Reese's, the Snow Sisters, Addie Green, people who handle the ball, kind of secondary ball handlers, know they have their primary ball handler in the game, and they were just able to kind of expose some of Everett's weaknesses a little bit. And I thought Everett was a little little gunshot. They, they kind of went for things a little too quick in the shot clock, a little too early, didn't really let their offense flow and kind of come to them, a little bit more forcing the issue. Um, see if that can get cleaned up here. They do have that senior talent, Everett right. does. Mm-hmm. Um, they really, I know they have that. The, the Washington's a senior, Wuganvian is a senior, Thompson's a senior. You know, they, they, they have a lot of that senior leadership, uh, but just seemed a little, I don't know, a little fidgety tonight. 
And Steve, uh, it's a two-part question for you. I know you were, we never got to you when you were going to talk with Coach Nick Brown of the Arlington Eagles. I hadn't Bo- noticed. <laughs> you're down Sorry, wave- Nick, if you're listening out there. We, we were trying. <laughs> Waving your arms and sending us texts, and we just, just never got to it. But Super Bowl three, I was Jimmy Orr in the end zone. But I'll, if you're really old, you can get that reference. Thank you. Um, Arlington boys tonight win it over Everett, 66-57. Two-part question. Arlington helps themselves solidify themselves into that number two spot in the Northwest District RPI. Everett doesn't help themselves. It looks like they'll drop then into that uh, the next twelve or the bottom twelve. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, it's it's important. It, it certainly is. I mean, obviously, you'd like to get a first round by. If you're a five and you're getting matched up against a twelve at Wesco level, yeah, I still think you're feeling pretty good. So, I mean, if you're Everett, I don't think it's the end of the world. I mean, again, you'd like a nice night off, but you might. More or less kind of get that anyway. I will say this, though. I think one thing we're noticing right now, well, number one, Arlington is extremely deep, the girls' team here. Yeah. And I think we've seen that with other teams around here. There are other teams that have a top three or four, and then there's a little bit of a drop-off. Arlington can bring out just about any group of those ten, and they do just fine. And we also see what it means to have depth right now at this level in West Coast 3A. We saw it with Miley Wookum gig tonight. Uh, if she's banged up, and it certainly looks like she is, I mean, it, she, by the way, huge shout out to her i mean sure she was playing through some pain tonight she was out there fighting and, and clawing and scratching and for her to even be out there but if she's going to be hurt down the stretch she's a big part of whatever it does that's going to be huge linwood's already experiencing that um they've got kayla lorenz who's you know one of their top two players she's i think got a broken thumb and she may not be back before the end of the season all of a sudden these teams that maybe have a top three or four all of a sudden now they have a top two or three and when you're going up against a team like an Arlington or a Meadowdale where there is a lot of depth already, you're going to get exposed on a night like tonight, and, and it's going to happen during the district playoffs as well. Well, and that right there is your reason for wanting that top four seed where you get to have a night off. You can rest. Get the you max. Know, yeah. yeah, you get you get Miley Wiggins' injury just to – and she obviously was able to play through it, whatever it be. It seems like she's kind of hobbled a little bit by that, but having a night off is huge. Getting to rest an extra two, three days that you can just let her sit in an ice bucket or a whirlpool bath, whatever it needs to be for her, uh, you can – it's nice when you get that extra rest. And you, by the end of the season, we were talking, we were seeing May Washington was on the on the court a lot tonight and just kind of getting banged up. I'll tell you, those times when we had the buys and you actually have, you have like five days of repair and you have, you can take a day off of practice. You can go light a day, things like that. It's just nice to have the flexibility, what you need it to be, depending on your team's kind of the, the, the bumps, bruises, injuries, whatever they may be. Well, and how many state games have we done where, uh-oh, he or she is in foul trouble. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, somebody pulled up lame a little bit. you got to have that depth. And we always talk about two scores is fine. You need three scores. Well, you need seven or eight or maybe nine <laughs> players so you can go deeper on the bench. Absolutely. And and when and a lot of that comes, it's like, yeah, of course everyone's going to have 12 players. That's what you take when you go to districts and state. But, but having those players that have been in games, been in moments, even if they're not the fourth quarter, end of the game, kind of big moments, but are, can be in a rotation. Someone gets banged up. Someone has foul trouble. It's those other four guys or girls on the court. Be like, oh, so-and-so's in? Well, we're, we know them. We play with them. Right. They've been in the rotation. We've had games with that personnel and that grouping. It's comfortable. And a lot of times you get to this end of the season, you want things to have moments that are comfortable. They don't always exist, but you love it when you can create those. They're folding up the bleachers on it, so it's probably, <laughs> yeah, probably get, it's here. By the way, I will say this. I mean, okay. and I think there's a lot of – obviously there's a lot of basketball to be played. Arlington versus Meadowdale, if we get that matchup in the district championship game on March – or February 18th or whatever it is, yep, 17th. Yep. Sign me up for that right now. I, I really, I mean, and that's a that Meadowdale team puts up points too. I mean, 
90 plus four times this year. I think they've been 79 or more nine times this year. Jeez. They had a 96-89 game against Mercer Island two weeks ago. And this is an Arlington team that can get up and down and run with them. And they Meadowdale got them the first time. But, I mean, you're starting now to kind of look at as we get at the – I'm going to – again, coaches, Joel, you you were a coach for a while. One game at a time, right? I know you guys only like to look two or three games ahead. But as for us from the media and for the fans to start to look at some of the potential district matchups and how things might play out later on down the road – it's going to be a fun couple weeks coming up. I'm excited for it. There you go. Let's get out of here. Tonight's game was broadcast under rights granted by the Western Conference solely for the private non-commercial use of our audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the Western Conference or KRKO Radio is prohibited. Tonight's game was produced in studio by Brandon Hamilton. Be with us again tomorrow night. We've got Everett Silvertips Hockey. The only game this weekend is tomorrow. They're at Kent at the Showware Center taking on the Seattle Thunderbirds. Five 5.30 pregame show, 6.05 face-off. Monday night, we will have Prep Sports Weekly at 7 o'clock. Steve will join me in the studio. And then next Wednesday night, it's next Thursday night, excuse me, boys basketball, Wesco 3A, the Monroe Bearcats, and the Arlington Eagles, 7 o'clock live from the Arlington High School gym. Thanks to our statistician, Tornado Ted Beener. Tonight's game was sponsored by Screen Printing Northwest, Procura Mortgage, the Law Office of Russell and Hill, Chevrolet of Everett, Judd Black Appliance, the Buzz-In Steakhouse, the Shop Tire Pros, Move Fitness, Smoky Point Concrete, Kia of Everett, Everett Bone and Joint, Glass by Lund, Chuck Van Howling, Legacy West Insurance at Allstate, Dave and Buster's, Blue Dental and Wellness, by the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, and by Marysville Toyota. Now for Joel Boyer and Steve Willits, I'm Tom Lafferty reminding you of tonight's final scores from the pit at Everett High School. In the boys game, the prelim game, it was Arlington 66, Everett 57, and in the nightcap, the game we just broadcast, Arlington Eagles beat the Everett Seagulls 60-49. to Good night, everybody. KRKO Everett, K237GN, AM 1380, and FM 95.3. Your music. James Taylor, Chicago. Beatles. Huey Lewis. Now, more of Everett's greatest hits. K-I-K-O.